Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Greetings and welcome to the Christmas special of Law and Disorder, a 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast. I'm your Dungeon Master, Zane C. Weber, and this year we've decided to give you a Christmas special with new characters and a special guest. So if you listen on, it is a bit of a long one because we did it in one one whole session uh, with with only a couple breaks, and you'll hear from some of our uh, podcast friends there. Now, we are also joining the Play for Wyatt movement, uh, hashtag Play for Wyatt and hashtag Wyatt NPC in support of uh, suicide awareness in the gaming community. So, please have a look at those hashtags on Twitter and figure out what that is. And we know that Christmas is a tough time for a lot of people, so please reach out. We are always happy to talk if anyone is having any issues. So now please enjoy the episode and have a happy holiday. And if you have any questions, comments or problems, find us on social media. And now on with the game. Welcome to a special Law and Disorder, a Christmas edition. With me at the table, I have... Jack playing Bowden. Sebastian playing Jake Cedar. Nick playing Cedric. And we have a special guest with us joining us at the table. Chris playing Ragnar the Red-Nosed. Hi, Chris. Hi. How are you feeling? I'm pretty good. Excited to become canon? In more disorder. No, more, more than excited. I'm ready to, ready to fuck shit up. So the way this is going to work is I'm going to read you all a story to set the scene for what you're coming into for this one shot. And then I'll bring you into the game and I'll let you go from there. So, but before we do that, do you want to go around the table uh, trying not to knock over your mics and introduce the characters that you're going to be playing? Anyone? Anyone at all? Oh, Jackson, go first. My character is Bolden, a minotaur and sea raider of the Ulysk Fjords. Yep. That's his whole life. Uh, I play uh, Jake Cedar, 15-time oh, world heavyweight championship champion of uh, the... Oh, I was going to be from Unthalas originally, so the Unthalas Wrestling Championship, or the Uf, UWC, sorry, as we call it. Um, he's really chasing that 16th title run because that way he ties with the top in the company back through history. But he's just in his 15th run right now and he's really hoping to lose that title to regain it to get those numbers up. All right. 
Uh, I am playing Cedric Vittlebit, a uh, gnomish sonomancer. A sonomancer? Yes. Not sodomancer. <laughs> Which is definitely yes. what I heard as well. <laughs> no, not a sodomancer. Yep. Um, not professionally. Uh, I am a sleep wizard. All right. And Chris? I am Ragnar the Red-Nosed. I am a human barbarian who is uh, part reindeer uh, and dreams of one day leading a, a team of reindeers across the wilds. But for of course now, he it's does. Just shoveling it's beautiful because I told you all it was a Christmas special. Bowden wears a Christmas hat. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let me tell you a story. So we begin our story during a soft snowfall in the city of Anthalas. Uh, the usually bustling city is unusually subdued and quiet, for it is Winterfest Eve, the night before the celebration of community and generosity that will fill the city on the morrow. We find ourselves in a grove, one of many gardens in the city, and below us is a circle of standing stones, and all around stand the old wooden houses of the borough of Paleford. And beneath them, ringing through the chilled night air, is the faint sound of silver bells chiming. Firelight glows through many windows, but even as we watch, curtains are drawn and baskets hung on door handles as people retire early, preparing for the celebrations of the next day and for the visitors that will come in the night. For it is well known amongst the people of Paleford that at midwinter the veil between realms is thin, and father and the father and the great father of the grove, Papa Pumpernickel, will cross into our world, bringing with him gifts for those who warm their homes for his shelter and comfort on the cold night. But he will not be alone, for the great father has a brother, made bitter and warped by the winds of winter, who gives no gifts and punishes those who offer no gifts to him. For this reason, every door in Paleford on this night bears a basket filled with wine or jam or cheese or the last of the summer berries, an offering for those who, from those who reside within for the Kringle, woe of midwinter. Across the grove, one second floor window above a wool store remains open and uncurtained to the night. Inside, a young boy, Nicholas Whitelight, plays as quietly as he can, wrapped in a blanket on the floor of his nursery that is sparsely furnished, but a nursery that is filled with well-crafted and well-loved toys handed down from brother to brother over the years. Two bed frames are empty and pushed to one wall, with the remaining two beds in the room covered with warm but moth-eaten blankets, and each with a single thin, warm pillow. Through the half-open door, we enter into a small but warm kitchen and common room, brightly lit by a fire in the hearth, above which, on specially placed hooks, hang baskets. The room is cleaned and arranged in with military position, precision, so that even though it is obviously humble and well-worn dwelling, not one item is out of place. Seated at the table, opening and reading some letters and dispatches, is a young man with a straight back and a military bearing. Wyatt Whitelight. His white blonde hair is pulled back in a soldier's style, but has come away to drift over his concerned expression. 
The letter in his hand is short and written in messy handwriting, reminding Wyatt of a loan taken weeks ago, overdue to be paid, and the intent to claim this debt one way or another, by violence if necessary. His glance rests on a breastplate hanging by the fire and a rapier sheathed beside it before he opens the next letter. It is a dispatch from the front lines bearing the seal of the Unthalas army. He hopes that it is notice of the imminent return of his mother, father and older brothers, gone away to guard the Unthalas borderlands. They are long overdue and this is the reason he had to borrow the extra money to keep his brother fed until they returned. He is desperate to prove himself worthy of the responsibility entrusted to him. He's hoping that they will be back to celebrate Winterfest as a family and before he has to answer for his debt. But his face falls as he reads the neat lines written in the dispatch and signed by General Gorlick's hand. His brothers would not be returning, nor his parents, all having fallen bravely in battle defending the city from a Rialton incursion. The blonde haired young man sits silent and desolate at the table for a time everything but the words in his hand forgotten as quiet tears track down his face he's brought back to himself by the sound of tumbling wooden blocks heard from the next room quickly he wipes the tears from his face hides the letter underneath the other mail stands tall in the centre of the room composing himself and once again becomes a young soldier and not a grieving son and slips silently into the nursery Nicholas had frozen still on the floor as his model of the grove and surrounding buildings had partially collapsed. But when his brother didn't call out or chastise him immediately, he thought he was safe for a while longer and had not been caught staying up past his bedtime. He did not see a shadow creeping up on him before it was too late. Wyatt scooped up Nicholas, blanket and all, tossed him on the nearest bed and the boy let out a thrilled shriek. The squeals only continued as Wyatt fell upon the boy, tickling him in the fashion traditional of older brothers everywhere, until the boy begged for mercy. You are up far too late, Nicky. If you are not abed and asleep, Papa Pumpernickel will not give you any gifts and the Kringle will eat your fingers for being naughty, said Wyatt, lightly scolding his younger brother. The fire is burning and the basket is hung on the door. It's time for little men to be asleep. But I want to see him. I saw a black cat before. I think it was Shinkers, squeaked Nicholas through residual giggles as Wyatt was tucking in the blankets around him. And what if the fire goes out? Or what if I can't sleep? I don't want the Kringle to eat my fingers. I want to be awake to fight him. I'm here to keep the fire stoked for Papa Pumpernickel and you helped me fill the basket and hang it on the door yourself. If the Kringle wants your fingers, he will have to face my sword first. Plus... My old toy box is filled with all of my best soldiers. They will stand guard. But if you get out of bed and start playing again, then I will bite your fingers off myself. Wyatt threatened with a smile as he gave Nicholas another half-hearted poke on the ribs. Now sleep. Maybe Pumper Pumpernickel will bring you your very own sword and you can start training with Master Smith too. Uh, he ran his hand over his brother's face, immediately settling boy with a trick learned from his old master to calm horses. Wyatt knew full well that, sword or not, he and his brother will be forced to depend on his old master's charity and sense of duty before long. And he walked over, closed the window, as a small sleepy voice was heard behind him. If Mama and Papa get back tonight, you'll wake me, won't you, even if Kringle is out? 
Even if Pringle and Shinka are our little brother, but even if they don't make it home in time, tomorrow we'll wake up and we'll have the best Winterfest ever. Sleep well, Nicholas, Wyatt said as his little brother starts lightly snoring. Wyatt stands at the door watching his little brother sleep for a few moments before there's a loud, insistent knock at the front door. Wyatt curses under his breath, shuts the door so it's only open a crack, rushes to the stand where his armour hangs, quickly dons it and his boots, all while the knocks continue at the door. He hears the basket knocked from its place on the handle on a jar of preserves break just before he swings the door inward and sees two large black-clad thugs standing there, one holding a scroll and the other holding a club. We've come... One of the thugs started to speak before he was interrupted. I know why you're here, but my brother is asleep and you have already broken our winter's offerings. Surely this can wait a few days. Superstitious bunch, aren't you? Declares the thug with the club loudly as he lifts a boot and brings it down hard on a small wheel of cheese and a small sweetbread. Boss said we can take care of this tonight. Curses on you and your manners, whispered Wyatt. Quiet, we'll do this away from here. Take me to him. Before they could object more, he twists through the doorway, slams the door shut and engages the lock from the other side. From inside, we only hear muffled voices of Wyatt explaining his situation and the gruff rebuffs of the thugs as they escort him away. Before too long, out of the nursery window, we see the trio walking a silent path through the snowy garden towards the south of Paleford. And as casually as picking up a dropped coin, a thug lifts his club and brings it cracking into the back of Wyatt's head. The blonde boy falls to the snowdrift like a rag doll, and the snow beneath him begins to turn red. The two thugs make quick work of cutting the shining breastplate off the boy's body, wrapping it in a protective layer of cloth, and making off into the night, leaving the boy where he lay. The snow continues to fall. The hours pass slowly and the fire in the hearth dwindles and expires as a cold, dark and unnatural wind blows down through the chimney, bringing with it the smell of rotting and mouldy furs. In a fall of soot, a shrunken and misshapen form of the fey imp Kringle appears and mutters nastily under his breath in the fairy tongue. His gaze darts about the room, presumably looking for precisely what this quaint what in this quaint home he will destroy or foul first. And then the door between the hearth and the nursery slams shut. All of you are asleep and you wake up to a creaking sound and a large hand reaching into the place where you are, lifting you out and standing you up. All this seems quite usual. The strong wrestler, the reindeer man, the little gnome wizard, and the giant minotaur cleric. You all open your eyes (coughs) and you see a shining white spectral form in front of you. And he says... At attention, men. You fought for me before, and now you've got to fight for me again. Defend my little brother through the night. For I can't. And as he says that, the ghost of Wyatt White Light 
disappears and you find yourselves able to move in a way that you haven't been able to before. For before this, you were wooden carved toys in his toy box. And you hear a door slam. What do you do? So we're actually toy size, right? Like we're tiny. Your toy size. Okay. And he told us to defend his little brother. Is his little brother's name again? His little brother's name is Nicholas. Nicholas. Well, let's go defend Nicholas. And I open the door. Well, <laughs> you're a toy. Your toy size. I am a toy. You are what the fuck? You're approximately eight inches tall. Uh, the gnome, four inches tall. <laughs> and you are on the top of a trunk sat at the end of one of the made-up beds uh, made of wood uh, about two feet off the ground. Nicholas is sleeping very soundly where he lies in a bed next to the one near you and the door is on the far side of that bed. It is quite a large room. The nursery is by far the biggest room in this house. It used to sleep all four sons. Uh, So... It is quite large and literally almost filled with toys. Um, As are most houses in Paleford because of these... of the the gifts given by Papa Pumpernickel every Winterfest. Now, you know everything that's happened. You know exactly the story that I've said. You know that because the fire is out, Papa Pumpernickel won't come. And you know because... You know that because the gifts have been broken or ruined, that the Kringle could come. <laughs> well, so much information <laughs> once. Sorry. Oh, uh, the say. Kringle will appear downstairs. Let Tusco slay it. The first challenge is getting down. So we're on a chest, right? Yes. Two feet off the ground? Four Ease. Yeah. We're going to treat you like normal sized people. Thank God. Yep. In a giant place. So, from where you are, you are 30 feet in the air. Ugh. You, you reckon they could have just invested in bodyguards or something? I mean, they are a poor family. So, we're, we're toys, and like our personalities and backstories come from like, and this is Bowden. He's a thing guy. Yep. Cool. Or in the case of uh, the uh, the wrestler, perhaps it's actual merchandise. It sure that is. Has been bought. I'm licensed yeah. merchandise, I'll add. <laughs> like you're not all part of a set. You're just a, a number yeah. of toys that have been accumulated in this place. Although there might be like a junky like Chinese four set. This is like just a squad on the top of it. They're all from. No. Maybe. Ragnar's got PTSD. Then <laughs> he's seen some shit. Okay, so you look around and you hear the scraping of long toenails along the kitchen floor. Oh, not the cat again. They unfortunately don't have a cat or any pets. You're going to need to look close Proportionally, <laughs> how, much, how strong are we compared to, say, the sleeping human in the room? Because it's, like, it's much bigger. Yes. Like, would we know for a fact that kid might do better if he was conscious than if he was... Maybe. You can definitely try and wake him up. Can't, how far are we from the chest from the bed? Uh, so you'll be about 100 feet from bed to bed. Oh, I probably can't oh, jump that. <laughs> chest to chest. <laughs> yeah. 
I'd like to use the, the spiked part of my axe the back to just, like, use it as a pick and just, like, dig into the wood and just, like, climb down or just ease myself down a few feet and then drop. Sure. Uh, so it's 30 feet. So what I'll do is I'll get you to roll an athletics with an ad advantage if you're using your axe. 19. Yeah, so you kind of hook your axe into the the wood of the chest and swing down, brace yourself, and then do the same again, and you're on the ground. Everyone else is still up on a toy chest. Uh, I, I say, uh, catch me. And I jump. Oh, watch out for my horns. <laughs> I'm going to get you to roll in acrobatics and you to roll in athletics. With advantage, because I have horns that I can catch him with. <laughs> 21. 19. That's fine. It goes exactly as planned. The little gnome just lands directly in your palms and you just place him on the ground. Ooh, you, thank you. Is the chest against the wall? Or the no, room? it's in the middle of the room. Oh, that's inconvenient. Well, it's right next to a bed that is against the wall. So oh. if you need to get to a wall, you can... I'll climb the bed onto the bed then if I can. Yep. So, yeah, um, so you run onto the sponginess of the bed. That's not pleasant. I'm going to go, and go into the side of the bed that's against the wall and just kind of shimmy down between the bed and the wall, like in that gap. Okay. All right, yeah. Roll me in athletics. Uh, 15. All right, yeah, you're down on the same side of the bed as Bowden and and <sighs> we just got Ragnar. Yeah, Ragnar's going to do the old-fashioned thing and just climb, climb down. Roll me in athletics. Yeah, that's nice. That's a 23. Yeah, 23 is more than enough. So using some of the holes that are, uh, Bowden made, you, you climb down and now you're all on the ground getting a lay of the land. So against the wall that the beds are, there is two made-up beds and then right up against the wall with the two windows looking out over the grove are two bed frames that aren't made up. They're just kind of pushed to the side. On the opposite wall are the shelves of toys and boxes of toys and toys lying around. Uh, in the middle of the room is a wooden block construction of, like, the grove standing stones and the buildings around it, partially knocked over. On the wall opposite the door is two quite large windows and glassed windows, so you can see outside, and then there is one door leading into the kitchen area. I'm going to go over to the bed of the child. What was the name again? Sorry, I forgot. Nicholas. Nicholas. That should be easy to remember. Christmas. I'm going to go over to the bed of the child and try and climb up the side to then try and wake him up if I can. Okay, so just try to invert what you did to get down the other bed? Pretty much. Sure. Roll, remember, roll he likes athletics. to be tickled it's behind the It's harder going up than it is coming down. Yep. 24. Sure, Six yeah. You, you shimmy up and at this point you hear the handle of the door between the kitchen and the bedroom or kitchen and the nursery open. Oh, yeah, and I like to say, I'm just, like, going towards the, the exit of the room. Yep. I would like to cast Frostbite on the hinges to attempt to freeze them. Okay. Uh, you're, it's a bit far away for... What is the distance on that? Uh, the double check, I think it's 120. Yeah, at the moment you're probably about 300 feet away from it. Okay, just well, legit. Just relative run. feet. I'm just, just going yeah, to run to the door. Come on, you can ride on my horns. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm assuming you're not all like just standing around watching him do it. Like you all just kind of like got your own way down, and like you've gone to get to the bed. You you're going for the door. Yeah. And 
as you're halfway doing both of those things, the door handle flicks open and starts swinging out. So unfortunately, the hinges are on the other side of the door. Well, then. Uh, and on the other side is total magical darkness. And in walks the Kringle. The Kringle stands a bit a bit shorter than a normal gnome would, but he is warped out of all proportion. His head is as big as the rest of his body. His nose almost half the size of his head. His ears stick straight out. He is black and pink mottled like piebald. And he's totally totally naked underneath like rotting half cured furs. Is he proportioned like a pop vinyl? Kind of but more like unhealthily skinny. It's not in a cute way. No. Um, and he looks at you all and says, huh, I'll take my due and I will leave. Stay away from Nicholas, you foul ghoul. And I charge. All right. 300 feet away. <laughs> Let's roll an issue. Step, little, step, this step. tiny little. <laughs> no, no. 150. Or, you got halfway there. 20 minutes or so. Is there a initiative, sorry? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Where's allowed, like, above it. 20s? Don't even worry about it. Unnatural 20. Oh, good, you got it. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm sure someone's got it. Ragnar's just hiding. He got a one. Got a nine. <laughs> His batteries ran out. Voting. <laughs> nine. Maybe his foot's on the wrong. He got PTSD for being a dog all the time. Yeah, literally something. He turned wrong. my body the wrong way. <laughs> like, fuck the legs. <laughs> He's a pull string toy, but he's like, oh, oh wait, shh. <laughs> well, it is interesting. So Ragnar's made of metal. Um, you're made of wood. Yeah, boy. Uh, Jake. Uh, would you say I'm made of cedar? No. I would not. Oh, okay. Wouldn't say that. Jake Cedar's my name. That's right. Oh, that, that would be funny, that wouldn't it? That'd almost be a pun. Yeah. Titanium. Would it? <laughs> would it? Less no. titanium. Well, Bowden is made out of wood, but he does have light pewter met armor, basically. So, and then the wizard is uh, actually a stuffed toy. <laughs> actually, just a bunch of snakes in a raincoat. <laughs> so. The gnome wizard, yes, has initiative. Oh. Are you on my head? To be? Like uh, when I call you, you just stay on my head. Well, you, you, Ragnar, and Bowden are all together. Okay. Um. Yeah. yeah I'm gonna climb up in the back of of Bowden. All right. Uh, roll me in athletics. Sure. With advantage, because I assume Bowden's allowing it. Got handholds on. Uh. Negative one athletics, so eighteen. Eighteen. Uh, that is fine. Yeah, you kind of climb up his metal armor, and you're you're actually find yourself you're quite light, so it's uh, you you find your way up to his shoulders, no problem at all. Uh, oh, so, man. what was your character's name again? Cedric. Cedric. So we're uh, hundred and fifty away. Yes. Okay. Um, I will hold my action. 
and once it hears 90 feet away from us, I will cast sleep. All right. Uh, oh, sorry, and also, uh, Bowden, uh, get us a little closer. All right, friend. Are you readying that spell? Yes, I am. Okay. Uh, he looks at you and kind of <laughs> is points and black energy comes out of his hands. One at each of you. Uh, what are your ACs? 18. I have cover behind a child. It's, <laughs> it's not at you. You're was, the one that has challenged him. I was It's probably not a critical miscard. It's definitely a critical miscard. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, sweet. And uh, you see some sort of white, sparkling, bright light intercept his magic before it gets to you, and it shoots it back at him, and he falls over, and his eyes are now white. Uh, it's like, what magic is this? Uh, so I'm going to give each of you one of these tokens. These are Winterfest Miracle Tokens. You can use them if you want to have a Winterfest Miracle occur. You can use them like regular inspiration, or you can push your luck. You can have something magical happen. The group has them. No, specifically you two. The best toys. (laughs) It is something that just happened because magic protected you. Yeah. All right. Kringle is now prone on the ground in just inside the threshold of the door. Uh, and it is Jake's initiative. Am I on the bed now? You actually can hear this happening. You are not on the bed. You have to continue moving this turn to get up on top of the bed. Then I will continue to move. Okay, so athletics to do it at your regular speed and that'll get you up on top. Okay. Eleven. 11 is enough. 10 was what you're after. Oh, sweet. Uh, so you are now up on, on top of a bed, but you still can't see anything because of the, the rise of the sleeping child in front Am of I towards his feet, towards his head? Where am I? You are towards his head because you shimmied okay. up the, the bed head. But I'm not far close enough to touch the kid yet? Is no, that no, no. You, you would need to, again, it's probably two rounds of movement to yep. cross the bed. Perfect. That's fine. Yeah. I will wait here. All right. In my action pose. Bowden. Something has intercepted this dark magic from hurting you. Olden is with us, friends. And I bang my shield and charge forward. All right. As uh, close as I can. So, full full dash? Yeah. Yep, full dash. And that's 30 and feet, so use 60. my bonus action to cast spiritual weapon on the dude, on the critter, around the critter. The enemy, the Kringle. Yeah, the Kringle. It's a it's a spear, black spear. All right, raven feathers. Is he good to make an attack this turn? Uh, yes. Sorry, does this bring me in range of my spell? Got it, mate. It will. Yes. Excellent. Sixteen to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Uh, Eleven points of radiant damage. I assume something like that. All right. 11 points of radiant damage is done and he's like, what the 
I can't do that. I'm here for what I'm owed. Ragnar. Look, it, it looks like you guys have this under control. <laughs> uh, Ragnar's gonna just sort of, he's gonna sort of slow down a bit. And, and where was that little that little town that had been knocked, knocked over? It's in the centre of the room. So cool. you're probably about 90 feet away from it. Yeah, I'm gonna start, start beelining towards there just in case there's somewhere I can hide. Yep. Uh, actually, we, we should have dealt with 22 points. Oh, yeah. 22 points. Uh, it doesn't seem to have an effect. You actually cast the spell and then he's it's like, no, you can't do this to me. We oh. have a deal. Uh, a deal? What are you after? What I'm owed, the fingers. Oh, my. <laughs> Not the fingers of now, the boy. Now that you are closer, you can see that his, his uh, furs that he's dressed in are actually uh, frilled with fingers. Children's fingers. Uh, Damn. Some of them skeletal, some of them. With meaning? Yes. Not entirely unfresh. But it is now uh, Cedric's turn again. Oh, excellent. Uh, well, I suppose I should try again. I shall cast sleep. Okay. Oh, look at that. It's actually almost worse. Wow, that is almost worse. Twenty-six. Ooh. Uh, again, he's like, "What are you trying to do? Shh, just go to sleep." Uh, he gets back up on his feet. I don't know who you are. He looks at the one running away, and he looks up at the child in the bed. But I'm here for what I'm owed. A deal made many years ago. No fire, no offering. The child's fingers belong to me. And he... And above the child on the top of the bedhead, and he casts a spell on the child, and the child's head is just covered in kind of a black, acrid smoke that falls from his hands and drifts down over the child's face and off the bed. As it passes, Jake, you can smell the uh, the poison in it. Gross. And it is your initiative, Jake. So he's above the child? Yes. If I was going to run up the top of the child, how high above him is he now? Like... Could I run up and jump to grab onto this thing? I would make it an athletics. But that's like it's physically possible? Yes, yeah. I'm going to do that. I'm going to run up the kid and then jump onto this thing. All right. And then work it out from there. (laughs) Uh, Athletics, sorry? 19. All right, yeah. So you run across the top of the bed, bouncing as you go, up the child who doesn't respond to your... uh, you're jumping on him. You leap and you grab onto the Kringle's ankle. Yep. He's like, "Ow! Get off, you stupid toy!" I my strongest ankle lock on him. And <laughs> sleep. Uh, Bowden. So he's super far now. Yes, super far. Can my wizard well, buddy get yeah. a line of sight on him? Oh, how far away? About two hundred feet from you. Well, I want to move as close as I can ready to climb up as if I'm going to climb up the bed frame. Okay. Uh, so you can dash. That is no problem. And Ragnar. Um, so I was 90 feet away from the city, so I'd be 30 feet at this point. 
Come on, Rick. Ragnar, you Rick. stupid fuck! Get back here and fight! Uh, Ragnar's gonna dash into the little. It's 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 like a replica of the city. It's, it's a heap of toys and stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So Ragnar's gonna go in there and look for a clockwork vehicle. Uh, there are some. It's, it's not to scale, but there's definitely uh, like a model horse and wagon. Watch out for the clockwork dragon <laughs> and the lich and a wind-up <laughs> elephant. Does, it, does the wind-up elephant like, does it look like it operates? Yeah, it looks like it like walks forward like a wind-up yeah, okay. elephant. I'm getting my, I'm getting to that elephant and winding that mo- that mofo up. Okay, you can get to the elephant. Uh, give me just straight intelligence check to. Uh, Figure out how to do it. We make it straight. Game. No. <laughs> Get my muscles working out. <laughs> yeah, never mind. Actually, it's a ten. No, that's fine. Ten is what you're after. Yep. Um, yeah. So you, you find the little uh, winding. In, in the side and, and you, you get underneath it and you spin it a couple times and you spin it a couple times and you can feel the uh, the potential energy building up and you can jump on it next turn <laughs> if yes. you want. Uh, it is now... It's so going to go slower than you do, right? <laughs> <laughs> it is now uh, Cedric's. Bowden, this is, this, is, this is not good. We must save the boy. Are you, are you ready to be thrown up? Yes, yes. Get, get closer and, and throw me. All right. You're very soft. So you won't get hurt if you miss. <laughs> <laughs> he hopes. <laughs> Full damage won't apply to you, probably. <laughs> He's laying on a bed. Thanks, Bowden, right. I, I think. No worries, buddy. Uh, yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to... Yeah, I'm hunkered down and I'm preparing for this jump. Sure, are you readying anything to do when you land? Or <laughs> um, Yeah, if I'm close enough, I'm going to cast Frostbite on him. Okay. Uh, the Kringle tries to shake you off. Make an athletics check. Oh, this is my jam. Opposed. This is hopefully my jam. 23. Yeah, you hang on there. You've got one arm wrapped right around his ankle like in a sleeper hole. You're going to become the 15-time world champion for having weak muscles. He's like, I will destroy you! And he lowers a hand down and he lets out some magic. Oh, that's not going to help me. But again, it gets right in front of your face and then as some sort of bright magical light blocks it from hitting you. Zap. (laughs) Take a a Winterfest miracle. I love miracles. As you have been blessed by the Winterfest fairy. Uh, It is now your initiative. So is his hand still in front of me now? Yes. That's closer to his face than his leg is. I'm going to leap from his leg to his hand and when I get onto his hand, I'm going to try and grapple a finger. Like to break it or something. Okay, I'm gonna make that a. I'm gonna make that an athletics for you opposed to his de- uh, opposed to his AC. Okay, so, so to just grab one roll though. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I lost. Sorry. Twenty-four. That's higher than his AC. Thank so God. <laughs> so you 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 start swinging your legs. And you, you swing up and you grab onto his little finger and then you grab onto his ring finger and you wrap onto the, to the back of his hand. And uh, 
I'm, I'll let you make an attack to try and break his finger. Sure. <laughs> oh, this might not hit. Oh, just an attack, so 14. A 14 will hit. Oh, cool. Roll some damage. Six finger break damage. That's enough. Yeah, you snap his little <laughs> finger bone. <laughs> and he's... You should not... Does anyone here speak Sylvan? Oh, yeah, I, not. I was tempted to choose it. But... The list of curses that come out of this thing's mouth. You have never heard someone swear as much. <laughs> uh, you can't see him, but gosh, you're happy that that's the case. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm aiming that elephant away from you. <laughs> uh, Bowden. Oh, well, after that happens, I'm going to yell out, one down, nine to go. <laughs> <laughs> Using my shield as a platform for my soft friend, mm-hmm. I would like to just like just some just just like run and just push it up, and he just like I want him to like fly up in the air and jump at the same time, jump at the same time, fly up in the air, and like if he has to grab hold of some sheets or something. Are you ready, buddy? Yes, yes. Here we go. I need an athletics from you and an acrobatics from you. <laughs> 13. Uh, 23. That 23 makes the DC for you low enough that that shield flies and you jump just the right moment, grab onto the side of the blanket and pull yourself onto the the end of the bed. Nice. Uh, you are now 200 feet away at the end of the bed, uh, but you can move now if you want. Yes. Yeah, so you can move your movement, which is... 25. To get you 180 feet. If I have any movement, I'll I'll move as far as I can towards the the closest bed frame. Oh, no, just just to where the kid's head is. Okay, so you don't want to go to the bed and climb up. You want to head to just the bed end on the floor? Yeah, because I assume that's closest to where the action is, and I'll climb up there. Yep, that's totally fine. Uh, Let's go to... Uh, Ragnar with his mechanical elephant. Get back here, Ragnar! Rag- Ragnar is gonna is, is gonna point his elephant in the direction of the bed. Yep. In, in a very brave, brave manner. He's then he's then gonna jump back, jump up, and he's gonna use his whip like around the neck of his elephant to like make himself a bit of a sort of like reins. Reins. Yeah, sure. Uh, and that, then he's gonna. Then he's, I'm assuming I can at this point give the give the little clockwork thing a kick to get it started. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. I'm going to motorbike. See how slow this thing goes. Highs or lows? Just check the PHP to see the speed of a miniature Highs. mechanical elephant. <laughs> Go from there. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> what happens here is you whip the reins around the neck, you pull back kick the mechanism to make it start running, you hear whirring and it kind of catches and you hear like a it doesn't move (laughs) god damn it anyone like an RACQ membership (laughs) however now that you are on top of the elephant you can see over the, the inverted commas skyline to the bed 
where the imp has now got a broken finger and Jake hanging off one hand. Jake Seater. Yeah, 15-time world name. champion Jake Seater. I'm not going to use that title. You can't make me. <laughs> <laughs> and Cedric the Wizard running along the bed as quickly as he can. And it initiative falls to Cedric. I dash. Okay, well that gets you Christmas 50 miracle feet. dash. Yeah, so that gets Silver you 120 <laughs> feet from from the Kringle. Oh, excellent. I can almost do something. Almost. I can't. <laughs> I've got wait, short no, wait, spells. Wait, <laughs> use the bed as a jumpy thing and just go boing, get some extra distance. I, I did not anticipate this to be such a, a large scale environment. Mm. I will Fair say, call. if you get out of this room, if, I like you'll it be if. fine. <laughs> because everything else is a lot smaller, but this room is quite large. Uh, the Kringle has you on his hand. I, no, no. Well, is it, yeah, I have him. Yes. <laughs> Just to you clarify, have him. I have him on his hand. Uh, unfortunately for you, that's where he casts his magic. Form. I know. And I, Christmas miracle. I'm ready for Christmas it. Christmas miracle. <laughs> Maybe with a broken finger. That, okay, I will say a Christmas miracle is something that you make happen, not something that you. Can I for. say something yes. super cool that I want to do? Yeah, and then it happens. Yeah, cool. if it's in 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 the spirit of Winterfest, yes. All right. First damage of the day. What is it? It is. <laughs> Why? Why do you crit first? I crit failed first. Draw three. Yeah. Draw critical hit cards. Remember correctly. Yeah, no, it's my So I've drawn a crit more card. More than once. You've crit failed more than once, right? No, only once. Oh, okay. Yep. The the miracles don't need a crit fail to happen. That's cheap. Uh, so you take. Oh, how many hit points do you have? I'm level three. Bar like thirty. Okay, ready? good. Um, you, no, you, you take I for this one. thirteen points of force damage as you are blasted off his hand. Yep. Fly across the room, Ooh. slam through the wooden block city, and at the base <laughs> of the mechanical elephant where Ragnar is sitting upon. Do you know anything about clockwork elephants? Because I can't get a seat running. I think it's like with the radiator. Did you check the oil? Uh. I say as I get up. Do we bleed? No. You've got some significant dents. Yeah. And your arm has a crack in it. Oh, that's important. So it might, your left arm might come off if it's damaged. I'm so glad I have an ending. Oh, how how quaint, Zane, that my left arm might just come off if damaged. (laughs) That's fine. Do you want it to be your right arm? I can make it your right arm. No, I mean, Jake Cedar is a... He's a you can use two. <laughs> All right, it is It is now Jake Cedar's initiative. You've just burst through a wall. Oh, so far away now. Yes. All right. Christmas Miracle the Elephant. I don't know how I don't know how common these are going to be. Punch. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Otherwise, but I would have Christmas Miracle not how, getting punched in the face. It's not about how common they'd be. It's like... How cool would it be to make the elephant work just by punching him? By using like inspiration. <laughs> I'd I, make I, I, I would say 
this is a perfect example of what a Christmas mir- uh, a, a Winterfest miracle could be used for. Okay, fine. I'll do it for the crowd. <laughs> Have you tried this? And I'm going to walk up to the uh, the elephant and give it the old Fonzie E and like whack it. All right, you give it the spending Fonzie my Christmas miracle you on it. Spend your Winterfest miracle. <laughs> We're on our way. Do we hear like the, the jingles? Yeah, you you hear the oh, ringing oh, of oh. silver bells. There's no there's no laugh. Well, laugh is copyright. <laughs> you hear the jingle of silver bells from like, inside <laughs> the mechanical elephant as the clicking turns into a buzzing, and the legs go into overtime, and the mechanical elephant actually comes to life in a way that you were. Your whip is replaced by actual reins and... Dude, I lost my whip. No, no, no. You've you've got your whip, but there's actual reins as well. Ooh, it's both. (laughs) It's a a Winterfest miracle, you guys. I love it. I'm going to turn the bed into a giant talking bed. Can I I grab onto it Legolas style? Like It goes past me. I put my arm out and swing around it. Avoiding the the task. As the partially destroyed wall of the city is fully destroyed by this clockwork elephant bursting through it, trumpeting its anger and running across the floor back towards the bed. The Kringle is confused, to say the least. I think we're all a little bit Um, confused to be fair. And you can hear him cursing still under his breath. However, he drops down onto the pillow next to the child's head. And it is Bowden's initiative. I want to move. No, you go after Bowden. I want to move and use my Christmas miracle on the blanket. Is that possible? What, what do you want to do? What, what miracle do you want to do? I want to, to invest in? the blanket with the power of Winterfest and Odin <laughs> to save the boy. Become a flying would, carpet. Would a, Christmas, <laughs> oh! would a Christmas miracle to be to replace the boy with Odin? <laughs> I'm just curious. <laughs> So you want to bless the blanket to protect the boy? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you can call down the power of God Odin yeah. to uh, to come stay with you, stay at your place for Winterfest, <laughs> hand in your, your miracle token, and the room is suffused with a white light as the, the, the faded patterns and the moth-eaten holes in the blanket fill themselves and spring to new colour as the the blanket forms a rather rigid shield over the child's body. However, the black smoke that he was cursed with before is still hanging around his, set, is his head above the blanket. And it is Ragnar's initiative. Well, Ragnar's going to start by being like, do you kiss your mother with that mouth? Because that's like some foul language and there are kids present. So let's, let's tone it back for a start. Yeah, well, this actually draws his attention because are you, you're speaking it in Sylvan, yeah, obviously. Yeah, I'm letting him know. Yeah, he, he turns around and says, I kill you first. Does he bring it? I, I got an elephant. Oh, I'm cool. <laughs> I mean, admittedly, it's a 12-inch elephant, but still <laughs> still, cool. still an elephant. Probably more 8 inches. That's 12 is pretty good, right? Yeah, I <laughs> 
better than I got. Yeah, so um, you're actually at the base of the bed riding your elephant towards the head of the bed. Cool. Now, is this, this elephant, is it like just going or do I have control? Do you I, have control, control of it. Like, of this? Imagine you've just got yourself a war elephant now. Mm. Yeah, look, I'm not going to imagine it. I have a war elephant now. Yeah. So we'll run that one now. <laughs> With cannons, right? <laughs> I mean, Seb's just a little salty that he gave his Christmas miracle to someone else. I suppose that's, I suppose that's really Christmassy, though. Yeah. To gift it to someone, right? Yeah, that, that's, that's oh, I like more. I like more on a war elephant. All I got is this almost broken arm. When children play with toys, like they do their normal things, like he's really good at fighting, and then there's always this, like, something ridiculous they can do. Like, yeah. he can summon a giant fireball and kill anyone in one hit. That's what the Christmas miracles kind of represent. Yeah. It's ridiculous shit. That yeah, pretty much. <laughs> It's 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 the the childhood magic of playing with toys. So yeah, yeah. Cool. Oh, so we're at the foot of the bed now. Yes. Yeah, so you're running up from the foot of the bed towards the head of the bed. Sure. So how far off, off from him are we, and how high is the bed? So it's it's forty feet up from where you are, but if you're on on the elephant, thirty feet. Sure. And so you can climb up the the blanket quite easily. Uh, jumping's probably out of the question. Sure, um, I'm going to turn my elephant towards the door and say, "Come get me," and and then very, <laughs> very, very slowly. We're, well, we're not slowly at, at our full pace, but I'm imagining from his perspective, it would be rather slowly, kind mm. of pathetically, start running away, away from the child. And okay, you have this very um, little squeaky voice because it's so small. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and the elephant just sounds like little mouse. Now you can roll me a persuasion or intimidation, but. If you tell me the insults you're throwing at this guy, you might get inspiration. Oh, you might get advantage. Sorry, not inspiration. Uh, look, <laughs> Remember to keep the high ground. You it's just okay. told him not to swear. We can edit out the time it takes to think of something. But will we? He's a really ugly fairy. This looks like a really... He's, he's, he's too, it's too easy to attack his looks. <laughs> you know, I'd feel bad about that. I don't yeah. really don't want to go after him for that. Maybe I'll say, I bet you have problems at home with your family because they they obviously don't treat you in a, in a respectful manner, which is why you have inferiority complex with your brother being like everyone loves him and stuff, but no one seems to like you. But also, like, I don't want to kink shame you, but the finger thing's weird. Yeah, you're just a weird fingery fuck. Dude, I don't kink Stop shame collecting don't kink fingers, shame, man. It's fucking dirty. That is the perfect thing to say. So you can have some advantage on your persuasion or intimidation, however you want to draw uh, his ire. I, I suspect that intimidation is my better. Oh, no. As while he's being constantly scowling, as soon as he's walked into the room, all through the battle, right up till now, his face actually drops in a little bit of shock at what you've just said, and <laughs> How does he know? and then confusion that you know so much about his family life, and then back <laughs> to anger. Uh, from disgust straight to anger. Trust a fade ever with I mean, 13. That's fine. 10, is, 10 was more than enough. <laughs> He's easy to antagonize. Uh, and you and the elephant bolts away uh, towards the door. Yeehaw! And it is Cedric's initiative. So there's still. Uh, the blanket's moved. I was on the bed. No, no. The, so the blanket's still there. Okay. The blanket is now just protecting the child's body. Okay, so it hasn't shifted me at all. No, 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 no. Ooh. It's just the color that was faded has come back to it. The holes that were eaten into it have been mended, 
and it's now protecting the child's body. Only his head is exposed. Okie dokie. Uh, I want to run up and try for a a miracle. I want to say chew smoke and start all flapping my hand at it. <laughs> uh, is that too miracly? No, I th- that's that's fine. Um, I wouldn't even class that as a miracle, though. I, I think that's just a just a check. Cool. Yeah, it's like it's not particularly like magical clinging smoke. It's just hanging there. Like it's only been a few seconds, so cool. it's yeah. So you, uh, I guess, an athletics check to uh... Uh, seventeen. That's not that's not too bad. Yeah, you um you run up to his face. And you are now opposite the Kringle yep. on the other side of the child's head. You wave your arms, just waving the smoke off the child. Yep. Um, however, you can see that inside the child's nostrils, inside the child's ear holes, smoke has actually seeped in. Oh. So you don't know exactly, no, you can smell the poison, but you don't know what it's actually meant to do. Yep. Like, it's not a poison that harms someone. It, it brings something onto them. It could be, like, a sedative or something. Could be, yeah. Um, you can do a check if you want, if you don't want to attack. You can either do a check or attack. Could I do an investigation? Uh, I would, would make it a, a medicine, nature, or arcana. Uh, I will do an arcana then, please. Uh, 22. 22 is heaps. This is some sort of stasis. Stasis inducing poison. So the child won't wake up. The child won't be aware of anything that happens around him for a set period of time. However, the only person who will know how long is the person who casts the spell, which is the critical group. You could like use a miracle to use your sleep thing and take him to a magical Winterfest pure dream. Just like dispel it. Like take the Kringle on a little dream trip. Well, it's the Kringle's turn right now. Yeah, yeah. and he's got Mister Elephant, who is uh, drawing his ire, but he's also got a wizard directly in front of him. So the Kringle's going to do a little bit of Winterfest magic himself, and he's going to reach out a hand and try to grab the wizard by the head. His soft, squishy head. It's not very nice. This opposed athlete. Let go of him! That's my soft wizard. He's mine to throw around. Well, uh, just out of curiosity, what did you roll? I rolled a... Th- uh, oh, it's not a 13, it's a 19. Oh. Well, that beats me. Well, the Kringle doesn't have a great deal of strength. Oh, no, no it beats him. Uh, five. Alright. <laughs> uh... So he grabs you, and I'm going to need a constitution saving throw. I really would have loved to watch the No, that's not my blow. How about a wisdom or an intelligence? Uh, this one, and you're going to be... Uh, All right, your feet are freezing, and you start to turn to ice from the feet upwards. Uh, help! Don't worry, I'm coming. <laughs> the Kringle goes, serves you right, stupid 
toy. And then he throws up a hand, pointing at the elephant and the two riders. Did you say he was pointing at the elephant in the room? You I s- mean, I can punch you if you want. See, you make us roll pun damage, but he gets a pass? I have not made anyone roll pun damage. There was definitely a threat of pun damage. Oh, I will, I will, I threatened to literally punch him. Is that worse than pun damage? No. no. One's a crime, <laughs> I guess. The other one's just a crime against humanity. But. Free the puns. As the dark energy leaves his hand, shoots across the room, he has not learned his lesson, and before it gets to you, white sparkling light intercepts it, and you get a Winterfest miracle. What a. Using this one on you. Yeah. You get it. What a, what a sad, sad Kringle guy. I don't know what he is. And he. Would you say for a second I couldn't see him? Yeah. Would you say for a second he got an attack of opportunity? Why would you get an attack of opportunity? Because Winterfest Miracle. <laughs> Who would get an attack of opportunity? <laughs> <laughs> and he pops into existence in front of the elephant and rears up trumpets in anger. And it is Jake's. What initiative. a silly sausage. This saves me so much time getting to him. <laughs> I rage. Um, <laughs> I'm not taking that damage again. <laughs> so I want to run up the elephant's trunk. I wanted to like put his trunk out, yeah, run sure. up it's it, and just up. fucking leap at this guy. Um, this time I'm going to go for his face if I can get, jump up that high. All right. I don't know how, how close he is. You can you can see that his from this distance. You can see that his nose is large crooked and has been broken a number of times before. So, make an opposed athletics. I get an advantage now because I'm raging. This is an exciting development for me. Huzzah! (laughs) 13. That beats him. Oh, thank God. And you you latch onto his, his, his very sparse hair and you're hanging down over his nose as you hook Oh, yeah. I would like to, if I may, get the hook. I want to try and go through this cartilage in the, in the middle of his nose to then get a point to, like, grapple onto. So I'm grappling onto the internals of his nose. Does that hurt your brain a little bit? Wait, so you want to Punch use your fist yep. to pierce yep. through his nose? Yep, and then as I've gone through, and then just, like, tighten the grip so it's like a headlock on the inside of his nose I take it I'm gonna say that that is just a regular attack yeah yeah at disadvantage ooh so normal because it's right versus his AC do I get advantage on that no if you if you reckless attack it's not a check or a save well I'll reckless attack too okay that means he gets advantage on attacks versus you that's fine is is he within five feet of me no, not at the moment because he's run. Oh, you're wolf totem. No, I mean that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, oh man, what's his face? Oh no, 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 no. So you're on the elephant. He's actually a few feet in front of the elephant, and so Jake is running up, jumping off the elephant onto okay. the onto the guy. Cool. Alrighty, I'll, I'll, I'll be right behind you. Oh, eight. <laughs> oh wait, uh, sorry, a nine. <laughs> a nine is actually a hit. Oh fucking really? This guy does not have AC to spare. This is actually great. It's it's an actual Christmas miracle. <laughs> <laughs> you keep saying Christmas, it's Winterfest. In game. Is it though? <laughs> uh, yeah, there's it's it's it's, it's there's, there's no stockings anywhere to be seen. 
<laughs> so you, that is the one difference. <laughs> you you punch through his septum and hook your arm around, hanging on. Yep. Uh, roll your damage because this is not a pleasant experience. Five damage. Nice. These D4s, mate, are pretty good. <laughs> He's, you're the only one that's dealt damage. Poor, I poor know. Just gets within range. <laughs> gets turned to ice and then he pops away again. Uh, yeah, I just got in range too. Yeah. <laughs> that's why you should have got an elephant, dude. Yeah. <laughs> why didn't late. everyone get an elephant, you guys? It's obvious running late. Uh, <laughs> so it is. That was just Jake's initiative, Jake so it's right. now Bowden's. I'm going to use my axe like an ice pick. Break him out. Break who out of what? Hit the ice. I'm on top of the bed. Yeah, I'm on top of the bed too, aren't I? Or I'm kneeling. You, you can athletics to climb up, yeah, yeah. To get to get up there in time. It's not high. Uh, Climbing a blanket is easy. It's a 10. Yes, that is enough. You, you climb up and you can see that he is... Turning to ice. Also, I want to hit the guy with my spiritual weapon. Does he happen to be near my spiritual weapon? He's actually just a little bit in front, but if if they keep moving next round, he will be within range of your spiritual weapon. Okay. Because uh, they they were heading towards the door, but he intercepted them. Yep. I'm just going to um, try to just precision ice pick him now. Get his limbs. Give me a sleight of a hand. Ooh, okay. I'll take that. 19. Yeah, that's enough. So Hold still, I'll get you out of here. I've climbed many a mountain in my day. <laughs> Thanks, Bowden. What, what, what you do is not so much breaking, like, breaking the ice. It's more actually just stopping the ice from forming any further. So you're going to have advantage on your Fuck next off, check ice. against continuing to turn into ice which is just like a petrification thing. So, it is now Ragnar's turn. Ragnar's... Now, this guy has a massive head, right? Yes. He is mostly head. So, with that, he probably also has massive eyes. Correct. (laughs) Bulging pug dog eyes. Your boy boy Ragnar's pulling a javelin at that eye. He's he's about to drag this bitch. Uh... So he's yeah, I'm guessing a 21 is going to hit. A 21 will hit his Bowden AC of 9. <laughs> uh, what's that? Oh, let's just assume I'm raged. <laughs> okay. You can bonus action I'll rage. allow it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so <laughs> that's just the, the Wait, jab on the D6, aren't we? Yes. Yeah. No, D12. Actually, 3D12. Oh, yeah, just it's two hands. It's 2D10. <laughs> So how many dice have you got? Just roll just all. Just I'll just roll my couple of d20s here. Um, that is 13 points, 13 of, points of damage, damage to the eye. Oh. And then I'm then I'm, then I'm going to like run up and like try to jump, just like jump on and grab on his ankle. Okay. Uh, so opposed athletics. Zane, add two damage. I didn't have my rage damage. Oh, he's, he's dead. Is he dead now? <laughs> he's not dead now. Oh, you uh, you have advantage because you're raging. Oh, nice. Nineteen. 
Yeah, so you latch onto his foot and he tries to kick you off, but you, following your uh, your friend Jake's lead, just like locked an elbow around and you uh, you're left your elephant trumpeting threats in elephantines. Yeah. Cedric. <laughs> so, is there a roll to not turn into ice again? It is a... Constitution saving throw. Yeah, they're at my, advantage. They're my best. To not turn into ice. Okay. Uh, 14. That'll save. Good. So the progression stops, but your feet are still ice. So you'll need to pass another check to reverse the the process. Fuck you and your checks. <laughs> Fair call. He has one special ability apart from like regular magic. This is it. He did throw me 200 feet across the room. That was pretty shitty. Yeah, that was a bit (laughs) of a big (laughs) Okay, so I need to make a save or is that next turn? Well, see, he's functioning on normal physics. Yeah. You're on toy physics. (laughs) So, (laughs) (laughs) is it next turn for his save or can do it now? No, he can do it now. Yeah. It's advantage still. Oh, good. Because Bowden's there helping. I'm rubbing you, man. <laughs> 17. Yeah. Okay, so you are you are now free of the ice affliction. Oh, good. Uh, good work. Winterfest will be saved yet. Thanks, Bowden. Let's, let's go take care of this. Now get on my horns. I just hop on because I'm crouched down over here. I slide on. I slid it off. <laughs> Wet. And that's uh, <laughs> gross. Uh, let's uh, stop doing that. He's, he's the ice melted. <laughs> and it is the Kringle stone. Okay, now, is he going to go to the, the guy on his foot or the guy through his nose? I, I know it's difficult because the guy on his foot did hurt the eye, but I am on him. Like, yeah, that, my it's all Sophie's choice. Is he going to get the javelin out of his eye? Because that's what that hurt. Yeah, no. He The first thing he does is he reaches up and says, Stupid... Stupid animals! Respect and your neighbours. Well, I, I don't appreciate that. You will not destroy Winterfest. Probably he puts a hand, yeah, <laughs> a hand on, on Jake. Oh, rip it out! And a That's hand, the plan. <laughs> and a hand on Ragnar. And dark energy lances out of his hands. He can't miss. Because he's touching you. Could he miss though? No, but he could. It could be it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> and both of you shoot to the floor, crashing down. Do I get a, some sort of check? Because I've like hooked my arm through his nostril. You're tearing part of his. Oh, nose good. Off. That's all I care about. Uh, you're both taking seven points of damage as you bounce along the floor. Half because raging. So yes, half because raging. you round up or down, though? Is it three points or four points I take? Oh, you round down. Down. Yeah. And he says, I will have what's mine. He says as black blood drips out of his nose and his his left foot is, is dangling at an odd angle and he pops out of existence and doesn't pop back into existence within sight. I can't see him. Get it? Everyone get that? No. No? I don't understand. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. 
Speak louder. Uh, I using all five of my fingers. I like wipe my face in a side kind of like angular motion. Like no, I can't see him. Anyone know where he is? No, no. Nope. We must tend to Nicholas. The mechanical elephant walks over to Ragnar. Dude, this is my this is my elephant. It's called Roger. <laughs> Good elephant, Roger the elephant. Yeah, dude. So what we'll do is we'll uh, take a little break here and we'll come back. A quest for magic and steel. A family-friendly adventure where six people play the tabletop game of Dungeons and Dragons. The game master, Amara, her sister, brother, dad, and two friends take on the roles of their characters as they voice act and use improv to tell the story of these misfit adventurers. If you like D&D, this is an easy must-listen. And if you're not into D&D or have never played, that's okay, because this game is based more on the storytelling and role-playing than it is on the strict rules of the tradition. Game. Find it on any podcast player for any device or listen directly from the website www.magicandsteel.com. That's S T E E L E. Don't forget the last E for entertainment. All right. The Kringles disappeared. The door is still half open. The boy stays in stasis on the bed, but with a protective blanket over him everything is quiet and you can hear the snow settling on the windowsill outside good job men we did it thanks Jake I I think it might be a little early to celebrate yes we must tend to the boy when you've won as many fights as me you know they always end abruptly and randomly oh no it's the cat not the cat again a mangy black cat walks in through the door. Come on, Jake, you can deal with the Don't cat. Licks its and cleans its face as it sits down and looks around. Don't move, nobody move. I can't see you. I move. Cast talk with animals because I'm a motherfucking bear totem. Oh yeah, so do I. Yeah. Me too. Let's, we sit down for a little bit of a speak with animals ritual. I thought I, I thought you were a wolf totem. Oh no, no, sorry. It's just a it's, totem. It, that's thing. just literally your, your level. That's for going past the totem. You get yeah. those oh, two spells. Cool. <clears throat> as a ritual? Yeah. You can no, I have no idea. Was it a ritual? You can only cast them as rituals, but YOLO. Wait uh, ten minutes there, feline. Dance around. <laughs> it's like sat in there looking at the, this cat for ten minutes. Maybe okay. it's faster if you do it together. <laughs> the two barbarians look at each other, nod. <laughs> Is the elephant and involved? then hold out their hands and cut and start chanting and doing the, <laughs> the talk to animal dance. Jazz hands. Is it beautiful? <laughs> it's something to look at, yes. Well, uh, now the cut's distracted for sure. The cat just kind of tilts its head slightly and then st- stands up, does the stretchy outy thing. Arches its back, kind of turns around and looks over its shoulder at you, and then walks up the wall <laughs> and around to the far wall where a lights on top of one of the tall chests and drawers in front of some toys. Let's, that doesn't seem normal. When you say walk up the wall, do you mean like it's like a... <laughs> like it was came in the door? Like a spider? And it looked at you, and it turned around, and 
just walked up the wall and then around the wall and then back to normal cat position, feet on the lowest position <laughs> and on top of a tall boy. I'm going to ignore surrounded that. By you should toys. tend to the boy. Yes, Did absolutely. See? Let's. As the boy dancing. is my master. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Switch he fast. will have like what that. is owed, protectors. Is this the, this the cat talking? This is the cat. How far away is it? From you? You were between the bed and the door, probably 300 feet, relatively. As we're doing our cat dance, I'm going to, like, cough and, like, towards Bowden and just point at my cracked open arm. <laughs> like, the before cat, we the fight cat them. says. <laughs> well, the cat's literally talking. Yeah, I'm. Uh, we're busy. Like, <laughs> I'm still. I think the ritual's making that happen. So I'm going to continue. Well, you know I told you. I, have I intelli- probably think that too. Eight. I have nine intelligence. No, I got eight intelligence. <laughs> Good. Excellent. Uh, so, Bowden and Cedric, talking cat. You'll have to come over here because I need to defend Nicholas. I thought we were sitting by the door. You're between the bed and the door. Oh, so we're like halfway in the room. No feeling word. No, no, you're about 150 feet into the room. Oh, cool. Gonna start doing my ritual dance yeah. all the way towards Bowden. <laughs> yeah, tell me, is he in range of a healing word? Yes. Healing word times two, bang. I can make a oh. deal on oh. his behalf if you will treat. Oh, God. No. What are your terms? In return for leaving you Twelve. unharmed, what? we ask. Eight fingers. I'm sorry, that's simply not a, not an option. Well, hold on, let's, let's think about that for a second. Using my barbarian math, eight less than ten. That's a that's a net win. Yes, 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 but but eight's far too high. You're right. It has to be at least seven. The cat licks its paw. <laughs> Cleans its face, stretches again. Seven fingers. Can we make it five and we like throw in an ear or something? Two ears, or make it six. Gentlemen, gentlemen. I don't know, that sounds pretty reasonable to me. I myself like to collect ears. Oh no, Cedric. (laughs) (laughs) I I will stop all of you. What are you doing? Help, Nicholas! Well, hold on, hold on a second. I, I do need to check. You're asking for fingers. Is there wait our fingers? Are yeah. Is, fingers? is there any specific request on on whose fingers that be? Because we we could probably arrange something. You don't have fingers. Do you trade oh, in ivory? Me, it's very valuable on the black market. I'm. Don't listen, Roger. But it is very <laughs> valuable on the black market. You have troubles in bed. Made out of copper. Uh, the cat doesn't know that. <laughs> no, we don't nor know do that. I. <laughs> How do we know what ivory is? My belt's made of ivory. How yeah. I know? That's unethical. Though. I'm made of ivory. Yeah. Seven fingers. Final offer. Whose fingers? Yeah, we cats. Some no, no. Here, dude. The Eight boys' fingers. fingers. No, no fingers from the boy. The boys' fingers. What are you thinking? It is not for me. It is what my master is owed. Yeah, well, your master can probably 
shove those seven fingers right up his bum. My master can take more than fingers. His power is unharnessed now. What do you mean unharnessed? He is not bound by the deal. If he doesn't want to be. Well, that sounds like he could exit this at any time, right? Yeah. If he wants to. He should, uh, we should talk about that. That would be great. But he wants fingers. There's fingers next door, I yeah. assume. There are lots of fingers. They have abided by the bargain. Well, we can abide by the bargain. Just, we'll do it now. In fact, you know what, fuck, I'm going to go I'm gonna go find some wine and cheese. I'll leave out the front. It'll be all good. There is no offering. There is no fire. And you bother me. Squeak. Squeak, squeak. Around the door from the kitchen come three mice. Don't look, Roger. <laughs> he trumpets in distress. <laughs> God. <laughs> I, 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 I try to calm him down. Are, they, stroke him. are they bigger than him? Covering eyes. Eyes. <laughs> it's, it's all right. No, they're, they're about... They come up to about your knee. Oh, disgusting. And they have black smoke coming out of their ears Ugh. and nostrils. Skitter, skitter, skitter. Are these your champions? I accept their challenge. Five spiders crawl out from... Amongst the toys You didn't bring enough men And a centipede Um so how mm. What about <laughs> <laughs> But these these are our team right they're, they're, they're on our side They all have black smoke Surrounding them So, so at so first glance You would say No they are not on your side Okay Seems like a rumble to me, and I chair shot a mouse. What's <laughs> oh, wrong initiative? Oh dear, they, they seem to have a, a great strength of feet. I really want to cast Bless, but we're also far away. Oh, that's better. That's better. <laughs> Motherfucker. Oh. It's not that bad, but it's not good either. That one. Okay. Six. Oh. <laughs> I also rolled six. Oh, I got a twenty-one over here. Mm. Uh, there go. Three. I go before Jack does. And <laughs> six. I don't suppose they all rolled that ones. No. no. Just thought I'd check. Are we happen to be in any sort of? Are we near the little town still? No, you're actually in the open. Oof. I'm not. That's the spiders were coming from the town. As long as the spiders put ropes, I guess it'll be fine. Like, I just need a structured battle environment. Otherwise, it just feels <laughs> hectic. It, you're literally in the middle of open ground. Only yeah. a fool would meet the Dothraki in open field. <laughs> are we the Dothraki in this case? No, I think the m- mice are at this point. Uh, not the one I hit. Um, Ragnar. Initiative is yours. Did I happen to get my chair shot off Ragnar's- and initiated combat? Uh... You're running towards a mouse. Oh, I thought they were next to us. Okay. Yeah. So you'll get to do it on <laughs> your initiative. <laughs> so how far are we from the mice? Uh, 40 feet. Lovely. I jump on me elephant. And, uh, I, and I, it trumpets nervously. <laughs> and I say, I say, Roger, we can do this, buddy. You and me. Charge that motherfucking mouse, mouse thing in the front there. Roll an animal handling at disadvantage. You know what? 
I don't need to go out anyway. <laughs> uh, so you're saying we can't yet speak with animals? He's not an animal. He's a construct. He's a construct. Can so why am I doing animal handling? Because you're treating him like an animal. Um, 12. 12 is enough. He right. rears up like a war horse and, <laughs> and rides forward. Stats, Warhol's animation. Um, and and I'm, 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 assume, I'm assuming this is his uh, his gore attack. Yep. Uh, which is kind of cool. Uh, so sorry. if he attacks, you can't attack. Yeah, that's fine. I, yeah. He's going to attack for a lot more damage than my whip. Sure. Uh, so do you want to roll for him? No, you roll for him. Okay, cool. So the less dice I roll, the better. Yeah, good. So that's a, <laughs> that's a 21 to hit. That will hit the mouse. Cool. Um, <laughs> he, the, we'll get to we'll get to all these constructs. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna roll three d eight plus five. Not bad. Mm. Not bad. Mouse hit points. Nine. Three, Twelve plus five is uh, seventeen points of. That's piercing. It's gore, isn't it? Yes. Yep. And also, it's a some sort of strength saving throw not to get um, knocked prone. Is my spiritual weapon near any of this? Mice can't be knocked prone. Oh, well, that's okay. They, they still get gored. No, like, your spiritual weapon is just been. Oh, it's been the last 20 years. It doesn't. <laughs> Sorry. Anyhow, I, I, yeah, I'm happy with that. Alright. The mice gather around the elephant squeaking like bitches <laughs> don't be afraid Roger the Is mice the- are named Paul Paul 2 and Paul 3 yeah well you know what he needs to be more interesting with his naming they're not named I bet the cat's called Paul 4 don't worry Roger you can't die is, you are never his alive AC? <laughs> his, eight, his AC is 12 Three will hit, but one will crit. Hold it together, Roger. It's not like they take damage, and you don't take damage. Uh, he does take. <laughs> made of metal. 26 points of slashing damage as they rip and tear at his component parts. Mm, what is component parts? We can fix parts. that later. He doesn't need them. Um, and one of them <laughs> climbs up onto it. its back. <laughs> behind you the spiders skitter across the ground heading for one two three three Bowden what is your AC sir 18 four spider attacks as they jump on you and... Aha, giant spiders just like Ragnarok. And fangs. <laughs> spiders <laughs> everywhere there were. Sink into your flesh. <laughs> Dealing... 18 points of piercing damage. Con save? Nope, no con save. Oh, God. Oh, there's a one. You. <laughs> How many damage? How many damage? How many damage was it? Did I say fifteen. 
points of yeah. piercing damage. Take that. There you go. And the centipede. One, just two, three, four. I'll just be I'll just be evens, so he can be odds. Just right on it. Evens. See, saved your life. Edible. Welcome. A centipede. About a foot long. Should have brought more legs. Wraps itself mm. around you. Uh, and tries to poison you. I can't poison you. You made it. Yeah, what an, what an idiot. What, a, uh, what, a what is your AC? 14. It'll hit. Uh, dealing nine points of piercing damage, but yes, you are not taking poison damage. But you are considered grappled. And you can <laughs> save for that on your turn. Just And it is your initiative now. Just think of how many legs there are to lock. Use one this of your great. techniques and just... With the grapple around. Yeah, I'd like to reverse the grapple. Turn it inside out. <laughs> okay, that will be. Get I'm, gonna, I'm just going to make that an opposed athletics. Because you're a wrestler. For everyone else, if you disagree. How long does rage even last for? But I'd be out of my other rage one night. Rage lasts for a minute. Uh, like she had a really angry animal dance. <laughs> it, it lasts for a minute, but if, if you if one round passes, no, it gets around. that you don't take damage or deal damage, then it's gone. How important is not getting choked out? Definitely super important. Because I only got one more. This is my last rage. And you're on my health. That's so true. You I should rage that. or I'll die. He'll be your oh, you know what makes me angry? Injustice. Oh, no, wait, <laughs> oh, no, I healed you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I rage. So you have advantage? Yes. Yep. Yes. Uh, Let's get rid of that one. Take me inspiration. Well, Jake struggles and is shocked when he can't break out of this centipede's grapple. I He's start never s- been defeated by a grapple before. I start screaming, really putting my opponent's strength over to make everyone think how serious this battle is. Although I have a realistic expectation that oh, yeah. things are fucked Roll right now. performance. Performance. <laughs> That one. That's two nat ones in a row because my other one had. Oh my god, you pee yourself. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> this is the worst battle I've ever been in. Is that, is that bad enough? Yeah. It I went Swedish for some reason. I don't know. The cat says. <laughs> Meow. Yep. <laughs> Next. My turn. Foden. Surrounded by five spiders. The wizard just standing back, not. Being attacked. That's fine. He's a soft little toy. Don't expect much. Um, <laughs> Ouch. I didn't say that out loud. What's the cat doing? Just, just watching? Just licking its paw and cleaning its head. It's confident in its ability to both out distance you and outrun you. I look at the blanket. See that the defense is still holding. Look at my wizard friend. You've got the defense of Nicholas for now. And I run to the end of the bed to get in range of these two if possible, and I want to like cast healing word. Okay, well they're in the middle of the floor, right where you are. Dash. Because you had. I thought I was on. Oh. No, because you were just healing him. Was I was on the bed. I healing worded him from the bed. That's what I thought I was doing. No, you you'd all got together. Yes, we're all and th- this this 
the the elephant has charged at the mice, but everything else came to you all. So the mice these guys. are thirty feet over there, forty feet over there. I'm with these guys. Yes, Is, and my as well. Yes, yes. Okay. Oh, world of possibilities. Okay, I'm gonna cast bless. You're allowed. Yeah, I'll allow you. Bless and everyone. I think it's three creatures in that. Ah, uh, yes. So everyone but the wizard, because you don't need to attack us. And that's an action. Yes. So you get a d4 added to attacks and save rolls. So I... I can't do anything else. I will move um, within range of... You will get many attacks of opportunity. Oh, okay. No, I'm done. Because you're literally surrounded by spiders in the moment. All right. You'll get a D4 on <clears throat> your attack rolls and your saves. The protection of the boy is with the wizard, is it? Meow. And the cat starts walking up the wall and across the ceiling, headed towards the bed. And Cedric. One friend grappled by a giant centipede. Another friend swarmed by giant spiders. A third friend attacked by three dire mice. And you, in the middle of it all, watching a cat walk across the roof. Well, it's not something you see every day. (laughs) Bowden? Yes? Do try to stay awake. What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) How many hit points do you have, Bowden? Well, I will say I am... 44. On on less than half HP. I need to know the exact number to know whether it's... Nine? Nine. 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 Out of 24. What do you expect? (laughs) As do two of the spiders. Oh, shit. Nice. (laughs) I knew this was going to (laughs) happen. I just needed one more. It was okay. (laughs) It's good. How do I wake up? (laughs) You take damage. Or someone spends a round waking you up. Which the mice will do with its mouth. Oh, the spiders are still there. Uh, anything else you want to do on your turn? I'll have you know, Bowden is famous for sleeping standing up. So get attacked <laughs> disadvantage. And with an erection. Enemies may get advantage on them. Yeah, spiky erection. Little known fact, minotaur penises, poison barbed. barbs. Barbed. Poison barbed. <laughs> this is a Winterfest special. It's, it's a Winterfest miracle that your penis is no longer barbed. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, it's smoothly carved. Exquisitely In so. fact... It's just Kendall. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Your makers were not that that obsessed with anatomy. So, uh... Oh, he is a construct. Can he fall asleep? Yes. Maybe. <laughs> I tried. Uh, I will uh, spend my movement heading towards the bed. All right. You run towards the bed. And it is now Ragnar's initiative. All right, bear with me. But... Um, well, obviously, I'm going to rage for a start, and so everyone cool. hears the jingling of bells as the the incorporal reindeer head with the 
red nose appears around my head. Your uh, um, your totem of the reindeer in the background is yep. going on. Um, and then taking a leaf out of, of Jake Cedar's book, I want to um, dive at this mouse that's on the back of my elephant. Mm-hmm. Try to grab him and rip him to the floor whilst yelling, "Stomp, Roger, stomp!" I, w- I want to bring that guy to the floor and have stomp and have Roger stomp him. Do you get your bear totem right? So I'm, I'm Roger, wolf. I'm wolf. Uh, is, is he within five feet? No, he no. Oh, okay. I'm wolf. I'm not Nick. Nick he, which is the one that has attack for, um, gives advantage to its allies? Yeah, that's me. But like he gives advantage to people around so him. Your, he, your, he will give it. Yeah. Op- he will give advantage to elf. Roger. All right, roll uh, athletics opposed, and you roll with advantage. How's uh, a 17? A 17 will do it, and you tackle the mouse, and you land on top of it on the ground. Oof, and you actually kill it. You just kill it. <laughs> Flat squish you, just, that. you hear bones snap, and it just stops moving. Uh, I'm like, stomp a different one, Roger. I got that one. It's fine. Yeah, roll an attack for Roger. Does he have a stomp attack? He does. Uh, yeah, he does. That's yeah, good. Um, he'll, he won't be at advantage because I won't be within five feet of the other ones. Yeah, it's a 24 to hit. That'll hit. Nice. Roll damage. The old 3d10. That's a 1. A 10 plus 15 points of uh, bludgeoning. Yeah, that that is another mouse just squished underneath the elephant's foot. Dude, should, I, should we keep an tally here? What's that one? <laughs> um, the one remaining mouse is going to rear up and try and intimidate the elephant. So... Oh, come on, man. You're better than this. Roll a wisdom save. Uh, no, me. that's good. Oh, not going to be. Wisdom's good for is our... Is it for you or the elephant? Yeah, the, yeah, the wisdom. The elephant. Does a 21 beat what you roll? Yeah, considerably. <laughs> All right. Uh, Roger is terrified, frightened, and bolts backwards towards uh, Jake and Bowden. Can I try to latch onto him? Uh, no, because you, you, you raged as a bonus action. That's true. I, I take that. <laughs> I feel that. Do I get attack opportunity? Do I get to hit him as he runs past me, little bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can. No, I'm not Are you tracking that. his hit? No, I, res- I respect Roger. I'm also afraid of mice, but I'm just look, I've learned to deal with it over a long career. Uh, and so that mouse is then going to run over and try and bite you. Bite What is your AC? Sixteen. Okay, it will hit. Dealing six points of slashing damage. Ah, no. Don't hurt me. That's... Wait, is that, did you pre-half that for no. me? No. It's a mouse. <laughs> okay. Spiders. Odin. 18 AC. Yeah, man. But you're nine, asleep, so nine, they get advantage. Points. No, I sleep standing up. <laughs> you're still asleep. You can't see them. They can see you. Advantage. He sleeps while he's awake. One crit. Stupid fucks. One nineteen. Fucking lock this way better than this. And miss. Oh, Gimp Spider missed the sleeping minotaur. (laughs) You take 
seven points of piercing damage as the spiders keep attacking your prone body. I awaken. You wake up, covered in spiders. Still standing up. The centipede (laughs) squeezes Jake. He can try. What's your AC? 14. Yeah, you're taking some damage. Uh, And you take 11 points of bludgeoning damage. And the cat starts walking down the other wall towards Nicholas, sleeping in the bed. I shoot it with my laser gun. Mm. Mm. Okay. Jake. I'm going to put my fingers between the shell. Or like sure, you're going to try and just get like, in the carapace. Yeah, and just try and just like fucking rip it apart as dramatically <laughs> as possible. <laughs> what are you doing? Is that for a save, is it? And yeah, or attacks? Attacks. Uh, attacks and saves, yes. Cool, well, oh, is this going to count as an attack? Oh, or No, no. You know what? That's okay. I'm going to reckless this. Okay. Am I adding just athletics to this attack? Is it yeah. is an attack yeah. or, or what? Yeah. I'm going to make it a feat of strength, so athletics. That oh, is ridiculous. Can you just calm down? Three. 16, 21. Okay, you rip the carapace apart and the innards squirt out covering your face and upper body yeah but it lets go well that's good and you can move if you want to is it going to attack me or is it really you don't know you don't know what sort of shape it's in can I how heavy is this thing for me uh it's not that heavy is it light enough to toss some of it or well you haven't ripped it apart you just kind thing. of ripped a hole in it. The whole thing. Can I pick the whole thing up and throw it? It's too long and awkward. Like, you could lift the middle of it up and the front and the end would still be on Can I grab one end of it and start spinning in a circle? <laughs> <laughs> Roll me in athletics, you son of a bitch. Yes. Does Reckless give you for the entire round? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, this is this is a check, not, not a... Okay, so the one that I rolled? Yeah, but you get bless. You can roll your d4 as well. Oh, that's even better. Oh, no, 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 bless isn't checks. This is, this is a check. Okay, 19. But you're no, you're raging, so you do get advantage on checks. Okay. Well, it's nineteen currently, and still nineteen. That's enough. You pick this up by by its back end, yeah. uh, carefully avoiding the stinger that's now directly pointed at your face, and you start twisting around, throwing, spinning this thing in the air, knocking two spiders away from Bowden, the Excellent. two sleeping spiders. I'm going to keep spinning until my next turn, or my next turn release. <laughs> of course you are. Bowden, you have three awake spiders around you. Cool. I'm going to cast Healing Word on myself. <laughs> oh, the hero. <laughs> I'm on 2 HP. <laughs> and no other healing if he goes know, down. This is worse than Ragnarok. Uh, I'm sorry, Bowden. <laughs> this is worse than Ragnarok. <laughs> That's blasphemy. <laughs> You know that time all the gods died? This is worse. <laughs> These spiders, they're worse. Right? Am I right? Alright. I'm gonna I'm gonna attack it. I'm gonna attack one. Just fucking attack it. Bam. Uh, a ten on the spider. A ten on the spider will hit. 
scoring it with my horns. Another seven plus three. Two. Nine points of piercing damage. Nine points of piercing damage will pierce the spider. Seven plus three plus two is not nine. That's 12. twelve. You said seven plus three plus two? Or was it just seven plus what two? You, you you said three numbers. For the, you did say seven plus three plus two. For the damage, is it is it twelve? Or was oh, it no, you I've were got, amending that to me? I've got two. um sorry. Healing word two two dice. Two D4s. Yes, that's Three right. plus two, which is five. Roll seven. Yes. Plus three, three plus two. Yeah. I think he's having a stroke. Okay. No, <laughs> so just, just, three. It's a ten. It's a ten. Seven plus... Oh. Are we, is it dead? Is it ten? It's three, thirteen. Yes, it's smooshed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anything else, Bowden? Movement? Uh, if... Not if we're going to get attacked or tuning from the other way, Spider. Yeah, no, there are two. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Wait, what's the... What's Christmas called again? Winterfest. Winterfest. I'd like to try to invoke a Winterfest miracle. What, what miracle would you like to happen right now? I would like to be able to cast sleep on the cat. And have it fall asleep. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. So you bolt towards the bed, invoking all your magical power, calling down the gods of Winterfest. Okay. Please, Winterfest gods, can you sleep now? And white light shoots from your hands, empowering your sleep spell. And it and it infuses the cat just as she leaps down onto the bed and she looks at you blinks her eyes twice slowly, curls up and goes to sleep and starts purring Take her loudly and the bugs run away I'm sorry in advance. The mouse runs away. The centipede, though, <laughs> is still being held by Jake. Getting helicoptered. Dude, I got this. Ragnar, it is your initiative. Ra- well, Ragnar um, sees the chair that's about 10 feet away from him. <laughs> it just got scattered but from earlier. Uh, uh, he runs to the chair and he yells. He, he, he yells, Over here! He's ready. I'm, I'm preparing an attack with the chair when he launches <laughs> that centipede to me. That's it. I'm, I'm waiting for the centipede. Okay, so yeah, you're just readying an attack. I, I like it. Um, hopefully it works because otherwise your rage is gone. And <laughs> uh, that centipede is going to try and get away from you. It can try. Yeah, it's opposed um, athletics, so you roll at advantage. Nat 20. All right, yeah, you hang on to it. And uh, it's your initiative, Jank. I'm going to play baseball, I guess. I mean, Ladder I'm, up. Yep. What am I rolling? You're not rolling anything. This guy's rolling. <laughs> so I just let go? You're just going to let go. Use your D4, buddy. This is good because I was going to aim this at the cat originally. <laughs> so I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> Wakes up cat. It's silly next turn. 
what am I roll? Am I actually just rolling to hit here? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. Nineteen plus. I'm assuming my strength is five, so twenty-four. That hit. that'll that'll hit. Yeah. Nice. So that's a that's a d that's a d twenty damage, right? <laughs> yeah. Unnatural twenty. It's is the, the might of a nat twenty spin. It's it's, it's a two d six plus your strength. Six from the six from the throw, six from the chair, yep. plus your strength. Yeah, that's 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 eleven. That'll basically just smush its head in, and it and it falls to the ground, prone around you on top of the dead mouse. I'm a, and I'm everything tally that one up. That's four. In the room is silent again. All right, I'm dashing up to the top of the bed. <laughs> I'm running. I'm, I'm and tracking I'm going to roll the hit. What? I'm tracking down Roger instantly. You're tracking down what? Roger, the elephant. He's scared. He's running oh, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 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 running back towards the the city. Okay, why? Well, the city scape. I'm, I'm after him. All right. Yep. I'm gonna use the spike of my axe and just try to one hit the the cat. <laughs> Kill it. Just gonna. Bowden. Its brain in. Bowden. Oi! I'm going to kill this place. Wait, 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 wait. Let's all get ready first. Fine, that sounds wise. <laughs> sounds like something Father Odin would say. Very well. Come on, my friends, let's get up here and gank this beast. Tick. I get, I get Come up on, there. Come on, get up here. I get quickly, up there. quickly. Um, I, I ride Roger back over, who is now. This won't last long. And I, I, I park Roger at the base, and I quick my way up. I want to get the cat in what's called a Boston crab. It's... <laughs> <sighs> Not canon. That's, that's, that's 2d12, I hear. Just, this, I, I don't care about the damage. I just want to hold this thing in, the, in an awkward position so Bowden can go for the kill shot on the head. Do I need to describe what that move is? or Yes. Okay, so it's laying on its belly. I go up, sit on it, facing its butt area, grab its back legs and bend them up. <laughs> <laughs> Is this like the which, old sharpshooter from Brett Michaels? This is like the walls of Jericho, which would work more on a human now that I think about it. This cat legs don't bend the way I need them to right now. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, I'll just do them upwards. <laughs> this is working a lot better on a human. Just grab it by the scruff of the neck. It's a cat. I don't mean to hit a head. He's about to axe it in the head. You're right. I just want to lock it in. Yeah. Um, I cast kill yeah, wins yeah. on myself while they're getting ready to yeah, I'm, I'm going. I'm going down to his town gate to cut off his town. Because why not? Wait, man, you need to get up here and gank this thing. Yeah, I'm mean, gonna cut its tail off. Yeah, it's, I it's, thought you said going back to the town. No, not the. Why would I go back? To the I thought you were that... gonna get like a robot dinosaur or something. <laughs> <laughs> now that the mouse has run away, uh, your elephant has stopped bolting, so it's quite easy to get Roger, take him over to the bed, climb up. These, you see these guys preparing to coup de grace this cat. Yeah. Yeah, I'm up the top. I'm getting ready to cut. Instruct everyone where a cat brain is. You're doing the kill blow, aren't you? He's going to help. Okay. Time is of the essence. All right, come on. All right, direct, direct my blade. Let's go. All right. Boston oh, crab oh, locked dude. in. And I, I attack with fucking advantage in a cox. Sure glad that you decided you had a bitch. Because <laughs> it's prone. Prone yeah, no, no. and asleep. <laughs> yeah. yes. And being restrained by 15. Uh, 13. Like you've got lots of advantage. 13? 13 away. Yeah, it's a cat. 
Uh, is it a critical hit because it's sleep? I can't remember. Is that a thing? Sure. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. That easy sure oh, means Christmas. this isn't going to matter. <laughs> Triple damage head. <laughs> oh! That's really convenient. Yeah. Uh, oh, boy. All right. Four times three. Five. No, no, so you roll it three times. Okay. 21, and it must make a DC 19 con. I'll let you read it. Or be stunned. And then something bad happens. Uh, so what is the damage altogether? 21 plus whatever your... Plus um, three... Yeah, I'm going to say that you crack in its skull and instead of blood, like, silver spiderweb, like, spurts out and it just kind of deflates into a black fur. I'm going to bonus action gore it because I'm not... Because <laughs> it's minotaur it's, head. I know. It's, it's dead. I'm doing it anyway. It's just... I probably miss. It's just a black blanket. You're going to hit the kid This is the, the combo. He doesn't, like, he just doesn't hit. He goes, bam, bam. Did you, did you, <laughs> did you hear? Mm, <laughs> this is advantage. That yes. second one is always great. <laughs> sure. You hit the, you hit the blanket and now you've got a black cat blanket impaled on your horns. I'm going to take the, the cat's fur and Hercules style... Just start cutting it into shapes so I can wear it. Yeah, I'm actually going to cut a swath to make a, a, a saddle for Roger as well. Now we need to get this horrible corpse off the bed so young yeah. Nicholas doesn't wake up and get scared. Yeah, I cut myself. It'll man. be the horrible winter fest if he found a dead cat on his bed. Imagine that. <laughs> and I'm wearing it like <laughs> a dead lion. <laughs> All these dead bugs and mice everywhere is bad enough for me. You've killed Shinkers. Fuck this cat. <laughs> you've taken, or you've got rid of the. Her minions. Pull off. What are you doing? Apart from f- becoming really fashionable, is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah, like you're sitting there carving up, and you're like, hmm, I thought we were meant to be doing something else. But <laughs> I'm going downstairs. <laughs> Wait, the boy. You must save him from the dreams. He'll he'll wake up eventually. You're the sleep expert, but it looks pretty dark to me. Yeah, it's, it's the dark smoke. I'm sure yeah. it's not pleasant, but should we, it'll should probably we be fine. Yeah, sure. Go, go for it. I'm just no, going to. <laughs> Let's go downstairs and finish our quest, but I'm yes. going to pull the cat off the bed and hide it under the bed. Forget all the dead things. They're not Fuck. our problem. I'm just going to get rid of the cat. Right? We need to go start a fire. Okay, I throw the cat off the bed. Wait, why don't we burn put the it cat? underneath the thing? That's why I'm bringing the cat head to burn it. Wait, you stabbed I'm, its head? I'm walking out the door. It's just fur. I'm wearing its fur. Yeah. Okay, let's take a break. Come back. See what happens next. <laughs> Rocks fall, we all die. Hello listeners, my name is Scott, and I'm the host and DM for Seasons of Skyrend, a custom D&D actual play podcast. We focus on the stories of our characters as they face difficult choices and uncover the secrets of a world where rulers and gods exercise their will as they see fit. Join us and follow our stories every week on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. We're also on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast. That's Skyrend, S-K-Y-R-E-N-D. And with that, we'll bring this promo to a close. But the story will always continue. Okay, so the cat is dead. You have its skin. The boy is still very soundly asleep. I think skinning the cat constitutes a short rest, personally. Sure, well, if you want to wear it as a cloak slash make a saddle warmer out of it, you can have a short rest, 
get some hit dice back, get some rage back, get some spells back, compose yourselves, keep watch over Nicholas while you're short resting on the end of his bed and see what happens. You don't, the wizard does. Uh, Would you take some hit dice? I'm a warlock now. You're still not a wizard, so, uh, and you're definitely a cleric, not a warlock. So. I'm a warlock against my warlock spells. Do you have Do you have a Winterfest miracle to spend? No. So then I'm I'm sorry. Can I? No. Please. <laughs> Canonically, to get a, a Winterfest miracle, you have to be attacked by a Winterfest creature. That's not very Winterfest. Being attacked. Up, a half of Winterfest is the Kringle trying to eat your fingers. We need to fix that. <laughs> All right, so... Why you don't dip your fingers in milk, kids? Nothing out of the ordinary happens during your short rest. The snow picks up a bit outside, as does the wind that starts whistling through the, the, the roof. So it is getting darker and chillier. The wind coursing down the chimney is colder than you think it should be as it comes through into the bedroom. But no voices, no cats, no mice, no fairy imps. What do you do? I think the kid's safe. Let's go. To the hearth. Let's let's just complete this quest. Yeah, everyone jump on Roger. Can we all fit on the elephant? Yeah, look, yeah. I've just yeah, I've yeah. also I've just fashioned like a whole I've got a bunch of seats and strapped it on the top there. <laughs> so we kind of like it's you know very it's very Great cool. cup holders, man. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's here. Alright, and you ride the elephant out into the dark kitchen. You can see I turn my nose on as a headlight. You can see the foot. <laughs> Oh, I cut it off and wear it as a trophy. You, <laughs> you see the foot, sooty footprints from where... You could offer that as an offering. From where the Kringle first entered through the chimney um, and the fireplace is well and truly dead. There are no embers. There, there are a couple logs of wood beside it, but not a lot and not a lot of kindling. I cast Revivify on it. On what? You said on the dead... Yes, I use a diamond. It's been dead for more than a more than a, a minute, so damn it. I won't work. My diamond just turns to dust. <sighs> yep, sure does. <laughs> no diamond for you. It's all right. You can have my diamond. Oh, thanks. I, I give you my diamond. Uh, <laughs> oh, good. I'll write down my character sheet. What, what are you going to do? Crossed out the old one. <laughs> so this room is actually about a quarter the size of the nursery. It has the hearth. It has a table with four chairs at it. It has a bench with uh, a rack of pans above it next to the hearth, obviously where they would prepare food. Um, I go look for mushrooms to offer as a food offering. Sure. You can try and climb up to the larder. Uh, can I boost him and box. give him like a... Yeah, absolutely. If, if you want to yeah. do that. Uh, Let's I do that. I want to look for a tinderbox. All right. Uh, roll me an investigation. I'm metering athletics to assist him? Yep. Or is he just doing it with advantage? He's doing it with advantage. Never mind. That one. Unnatural 21. Oh. Yep. Mm. Okay, so... <laughs> Bowden is boosted up onto the kitchen bench. We And as he falls down with a thud, 
the wind coming down the chimney increases, swirls about, and you hear. (laughs) I will have my due! And all around you, little explosions of black energy are shooting darts at you. Now, Bowden is up on the kitchen bench. What is your name again? Cedric. Cedric is by the half. Ragnar is on Roger, just in front of the half. And Jake is underneath the kitchen bench. And we are in a skill challenge. Son of a bitch. I like it. It's actually probably the best case scenario for me. (laughs) So, uh, the DC is 14. You have two goals. Find food. Present it as a gift. Light a fire. Just quickly, guys, I have no fire spells. I'm, I'm, look, I'm, I'm made of metal, so I'm going to... If we find any sort of flint, mm. we can ma- maybe make a spark mm. out of me. <laughs> <laughs> that arm can come off pretty easy, Jake. We have nothing to light the fire with. You can't just like hit wood on like on the ground and start the fire. Oh, but right? you, can, you can rub sticks together and friction. There's a wooden table. <laughs> All right, let's roll to see who goes first. Everyone seems really excited about their roles. So I'm, I'm worried about all the ones that are about to come up. <laughs> Seven. Twelve. Oh my god, Christmas miracle is skill challenge dead. What, what happened? Nothing. Christmas miracle some fire. Oh yeah, do that. That's what you should use that Wait, did twelve win? We can get more. Roll the three. We can get more out of this. What did you roll? Eleven. Twelve one. So Jake... But he's also in the room with us. Right? No, he's. You can't. You, he seems to be talking down the chimney, and <laughs> and sending magic down the chimney, exploding around you. So you're constantly dodging side to side to evade these missiles that are kind of just shooting randomly yep. around the room. Uh, so it's now pretty chaotic, and no, nowhere in this room is safe from damage. I want to look for a wheel of cheese. And then ride it out to the front door on top of it. Front door is locked. Ride it towards the front door <laughs> and solve that problem when I get there. <laughs> uh, fine. It's an investigation to find some cheese. This was a mistake. What's the DC? <laughs> 14. Got to roll a 15 or higher. <sighs> he did it! 17. Yeah, okay. So in the, in the kitchen... Under the bench, under the larder, there's a basket. Inside the basket is a wheel of cheese. A whole wheel? A whole wheel. Shit, yeah. I'm going to ride it like a barrel. Okay. You can ride it like a barrel when it gets back to you. Uh, Bowden. I'm going to run and... (laughs) I'm going to run over to... You're on the kitchen bench. Oh, shit. Well, I'm going to run over where they keep the mushrooms really fast. You're going to run to the larder? Yeah. Open it up. Shield up. Open it up. Just get them mushrooms. Why specifically mushrooms? When I suggested I want to look for mushrooms, I was like, oh, I'm little. I bet I could, like, 
find like mushrooms growing in some weird place and use that as food. Okay. But I'm just going with it now. What skill are you using? Athletics. To run really <laughs> fast. Okay. That's fine. Um, I mean, you're using athletics, which might really screw over Ragnar, who's going directly after you. Just putting that out there. Barbarian, mostly strength-based. You know what? I would like... I mean, I will let you throw open the larder for free if there's something, like, else you want to try and... Because you've got two goals here. I want to... I just want to run down... To, I just want to jump back down to where Ragnar is. Okay. And I want to be like, Ragnar, you must start the fire. Go! And I pat him on the back and I give him advantage on an athletics check. Okay, well, that's. <sighs> you, you give up your turn to give someone. It's fine, but you'll be on half hit points because you're jumping. Oh, yeah. And that's a significant fall. Yeah? If you're not going to do a check, then you're going to take half your points Will and I give be on advantage. Disadvantage with the checks because of the low points. No, oh, no, no. Fine. Yeah, sure. But if we come out of a skill challenge into something that takes away hit points, it could be a problem. Ragnar, you have been given advantage on athletics as Bowden gets near, gets next to you and says, "How can I help you, oh strong friend on an elephant?" I've forgotten what I need to be doing here. Am I lighting a fire? Finding food. Yeah. Presenting it as a gift no, or really, lighting a fire. We're, not, we're near the hearth, aren't we? Yes, you're yeah, really. in front of the hearth. And I gave yeah. you advantage for an athletics. Yeah, sweet. Um, so, so what I'm gonna do, what I'm gonna do is you're gonna pat me on the back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna suggest grab a swath of that fur. I'm gonna try and make a spark. All right. All right. I'm gonna grab. I'm gonna. What, what am I made out of? Your wood. No, you said I was metal earlier. Did yeah, I? He's metal. Yeah. Oh no, I'm wood. Oh, no, yeah, you're wood, you're wood and metal, and you're metal, yes. Less funny because yep. it doesn't matter. You have a sword or something, don't you? I have an axe. Lovely. I grab... You're, uh, he's going to grab a swath of crap. I'm going to grab my short sword and his axe, and I'm going to smash them to make myself a spark to try to light that little bitch up. That won't be an athletics. That will be a survival. But I was thinking you'd, like, run over to, like, the hearth or something. Yeah, in which case I'm going to take a massive swath of, of fur off the back, and I'm, I'm just going to, like, jump my way over there. Say, bring your axe. All right, do it. Athletics. Yeah, that's a, that's a success. That's a 16. Excellent. So we have two successes, zero failures. And you jump through the air, taking a, a couple of darts as you can't dodge midair, but you take the fur, land in the hearth with ashes flying everywhere as you land. And you start digging, looking for embers, yeah? Yeah, sure. Or some wood or something. You're in the hearth trying to light the, the fur on fire. Yeah, sure. Success. Okay. I want to help search in the fire, in the hearth, for something to get this ignited. Investigation or survival? Investigation. That's uh, only 11. That's a success... You actually kick up so much ash and soot that everyone will have disadvantage on perception as the wind coming down the chimney spreads it throughout the room and everyone's at disadvantage on perception. I thought you said success for you. Was it a failure? 
It was a failure. It was oh. 11. It was a failure. Oh, I thought you said success. Yeah, I, I heard you, nothing you, you said success. You did say success and then described failure. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what I was just like, happened? Am I being negged? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you are ugly. Please sleep with me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's how that works. Okay. <laughs> Will it fix my self-esteem? I'm going to ride that wheel of cheese as brutally fast as I can. And this is this is the fun part. The door is closed, you said. I want you, just before I reach that door, leap off it and grab the handle to pull it open and the wheel of cheese will knock the door and... Open. Make that an acrobatics. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm raging, by the way. Does that matter? Can I rage in this? You can, but it will only last for one round because you are not going to deal any damage. That's all I need it for. Is one. Well, I mean, I can do it again later if I need it, but yeah. Yep. Ac- sorry, acrobatics? Acrobatics. What was the save again? 14. Oh, 14 is what I hit. So that's good. Okay. Woo! <laughs> you, you pull on the, the rim of the basket that the cheese is in and you flip it up and the cheese kind of like... leans and leans and leans and then falls and rolls as you grab onto it, hooking into it with the power of your fist, riding it up and just running towards the door as you leap off of it, grab onto the handle, reach up to the lock, unlock it, (laughs) and and the handle fall slowly falling down. Yep. All right, Bowden. (laughs) do anything. So, food is the food is happening. Where do you need to get the food? The door that's opening right now. So that, that's, that, that's probably just going to work itself for the minute. The fire's going to happen. We are sick. Survival roll. You can only give someone advantage on a check that you also have proficiency in. Correct. Alright. And he... What did you use last time? Used athletics last time, so he can't use athletics again. I would like to roll insight to ascertain whether or not we're doing everything correctly in this moment. That wouldn't be insight, that would be history. Insight is really just reading a person, guys. What about religion? (laughs) We use insight for the weirdest things. It's literally just reading a person's behavior. To find a rat. I just sort of in, meant like in I mean, like the because Isaac always does it too. It's, just, it's, just, it's <laughs> just reading a person. I meant it as intuition, but no, you are correct. Um, what about religion? <laughs> what about it? Uh, no, I'll, I'll let. What about your cleric? Help us, O mighty steam gods! Hey, you know you don't have advantage on that. Yeah, I was Wait, is that eight? Okay, so that's a failure. So we're at two failures, three successes. Everyone's a disadvantage. I just scream Odin on perception. <laughs> yes, well, Odin doesn't answer you. Odin! You're expecting some sort of answer or intervention that just doesn't come. And you are half blinded by ash in your eyes. Uh, <laughs> but you hear a thud as the wheel of cheese bangs up against the front door and it swings open. Ragnar. Ragnar can't see much. He knows this is this is a really big moment for the team, and so it, in a display of, of of what what is this thing called Winterfest? Winterfest of Winterfest miraculousness. <laughs> he focuses really hard on his red nose, 
and it starts to glow and it keeps on glowing and it glows so bright that it comes red hot and when it comes in contact with the fur it bursts into flame that that that's I my will nature say check i'm was treating that winterfest miracle that i'm claiming from you right now as a critical success giving you two success points in this and you have a small fire in the fur but it is a constant threat of going out because of the gale winds coming down the chimney. So you have a little bit of fire, but it does not count as a half fire yet. But you have the start of one. You have five successes, two failures, three successes away from success, two failures away from failure. And it is Cedric's turn. Uh, I just want to double check something first. It better be good. It's spell-related. Your spell. Spells are the worst. Oh, they are. I'm the worst. Taking so long. Uh, That's it. Critical failure. You uh, all fail. Uh, <laughs> Friendly uh, neighborhood dungeon master. <laughs> Friendly to the neighborhood, not to you people. <laughs> Press the digitation to start more fire. All right. You oh, squint shit. through the Sick. ashes that you've kicked up <laughs> and you see the starts of this fire and you're inspired to use your, your magic to, to, to foster this flame. Arcana check to, to focus it through. No pressure here. Just don't roll a one and we're good. <laughs> oh, just, no, but that's, that's a lot better than a one. It is. It's a fail. A regular fail, not a critical. Yeah, okay, and, but honestly, as soon as you try to focus your eyes, more ash flies into it, and it's just you, you really can't see. Up, dude. So that's oh, three failures. Walls. It's pretty good this session. <laughs> Five successes. You're one failure away from total failure. At least if this next move fails, it'll fail spectacularly. The Wheel of Cheese is now rolling out the door. Yes. I'm going to let go and sh- and do an elbow drop on it to yep. s- make sure it stays on the doorstep so it doesn't roll further too far because I need it to be planted on the spot that it's meant to go. Okay, now you've done athletics. I have done no, acrobatics. I haven't done athletics. You haven't done athletics? Did I do? I did investigation and acrobatics. Yeah. Correct. Oh, I'm also re-raging. All right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Stop, you damn cheese. Uh, not natural 21. That's really awesome. Yeah, twenty-one. All right. Yeah, you slam down on this cheese and make it fall over flat on the on on the doorstep, and and the door kind of swings open past it, then swings back with the wind outside and rests against it. So I'm outside, though. Technically, yes. Yes. Cool. Uh, You're on top of the cheese. Yes. And that is your sixth success. Uh, technically, you have food on the threshold now. Bowden. Everything should be complete. Maybe the fire isn't big enough yet. It's not inviting enough. So I want... No, no, so, so you, you have to have food offered as a gift. Not just put it on your, on your stoop, you have to offer it as a gift. I just realised this is the special day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's good at performance. Your character. 
Oh. <laughs> you know who has a high charisma in this group? New one. I got plus one. Oh, like, there you go. I got plus one as well. Dude, we got so much charisma. Between the two of us, we have like... Like slightly above average two, charisma. Two, 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 Should just give him advantage in the non-existent check. I was just gonna like run up to the hearth, blow back at the wind. <laughs> what check would that be? Just to like athletics. blow the wind. Yeah, athletics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no. Oh, for fuck's sake! Hang on. Maybe you could try in- that. Maybe an intimidation check on the wind. I don't have intimidation. You know what? Fuck it. I hate this. It's my fault if I roll badly. <laughs> She'll kill me if I fail. Oh, well, is actually a plus three. <laughs> I mean, it's never going to come around to me anyway. You can give him advantage on something else. Not it's not... Kinosuke. So is there any reason you're not just yelling? We have your offering? Because then he's going to be like, persuasion check. What are you rolling with? Fucking not- negative. <laughs> okay. That's so not really a persuasion. You just remember in a skill challenge, you can just do things okay. until you want to make the situation better or worse using uh, a skill. Yeah, yeah. But you have to do that at some point. So you can just say you're offering right. it as a gift, but then I'm, you still have to make a check. The skill I'm gonna challenge run isn't up over. To, yet. I'm gonna run up to the hearth. I'm gonna yell into the yell up the hearth. I'm just doing a thing. We offer the food at the threshold as a gift, and there is a warm hearth. And then I grab the little fluffy, soft friend, which Cedric, Cedric, throw him on the hearth, and I pick him up athletically, throw him out of the, pick him up out of the hearth because he'll get burned. Unfortunately, Jake has just used athletics. <laughs> You acrobatically. <laughs> I can't wheel ending with a missile drop kick, to which I then sue you, by the way. I can't, um, use, I can't use perception to see you because it'd be disadvantage. Fuck. Can you just assist? Yeah. Make make your peace offering and then assist yeah. the next thing. Oh, give give you advantage in what are you good at, man? I'm um, I'm I'm good at like athletics. Can he use I'm, I'm all right at intimidation. You've already used athletics, so you can't use it again. You I, can use intimidation. Yeah, I got intimidation left, and what's the other one I've got? I can't actually see what my other. In my oh no, the other one was um. Yeah, I don't got much. Nature, I got nature. It's not good though. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Well, actually, I, I can do animal handling, so if you could... If yeah, but could... I'm not proficient in any of that. What, what, what are you proficient in? Useful things. Like, obviously <laughs> not. You Perception, know what? religion, <laughs> insight, roll. athletic. If you're not proficient in a skill, you can assist, but instead of giving them advantage, you give them a blessing of a default. Cool. I'm going to... Make the offering as well and scream at him. Make him come down here. You've, yeah. you've got your directive. 
and you've got your D4 bonus on it. Yeah, right. I'm assuming he's meaning to be intimidated. Like, let's, let's intimidate this guy. As soon as he says, we offer you the food on the threshold and yells it up the chimney, the cheese underneath Jake pops out of existence and a laughing, a laughter coming from the doorway between the nursery and the kitchen. <laughs> Stupid trinkets, he says, eating the wheel of cheese that he's holding ridiculously uh, next to his face. I don't have to be bound anymore. You can't tell me what to do. I throw a javelin in his eye. That would be an athletics, I would say. Uh, But you do have the D4 on intimidation. I say bugger off, you big mummy's boy. Right. Sorry that your dad didn't love you, Oof. but but honestly, if you if you stick around here much longer, see this tiny little elephant here, I'm gonna shove it up your ass. I'm gonna shove it up your ass. I'm gonna climb up after it. Roll your intimidation. <laughs> ah! Yeah, I, there's literally no way I don't. Yeah, no, I think. Well, no, I, I I like what you said. You can have advantage. Oh, okay. Look, let watch me roll another another one. <laughs> Did you roll a one? No, that was a two. Oh, that's better. An eleven plus a four is fifteen. Plus the my intimidation is three is uh, eighteen. Okay, that got intimidating fast. <laughs> <laughs> um, he kind of looks at you, and the the explosions around the room stop, and the the simmering the the. The fire on the fur continues as he says, No matter what your words are, you are still a creature bound by rules, and I am not. Only my brother has power over me this night, and the hearth is cold. Cedric. I would like to. This is literally. Yeah, do succeed or, die. or fail. Yeah. Thanks, oh, guys. I, I was really hoping to do a roll, so. It's, it's okay. You got this. I believe in you. I, I believe in you too, stuff. You can't use Arcana, can you? No. <laughs> I'm going to use acrobatics to throw myself onto the fire to make it bigger. <laughs> yes. Or to leap yes. onto the fire to get it to burn quicker. Okay. Uh, that's an auto-critical success as I burn my Winterfest miracle. <laughs> oh, what a lovely as twist! You burst into flames, <laughs> <laughs> and you find an half-unburnt log beneath the ashes. And as you burst into blue flame, this log catches, and the Kringle cries out, No! But from the doorway, you hear a ho, ho, ho. What was that? Hey everyone, I'm Jason. I'm Scott. And I'm Duffy. Together, we are Yumi and Duffy. We're three friends that know a little about a lot and everything about nothing. Come join our kooky conversations. We talk nerd and geek and pop culture across all mediums, all while sharing a drink. Search for us on social media. You know, that thing that the kids are doing. We want to hear from all of you. 
So if you want to know which one of us can only poop at Space Mountain, which one of us is a never nude, or which one of us wants to be a supervillain, then catch us every Sunday on Apple Podcasts or your podcatcher of choice. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And as always, you you know know what what they they say. And in walks, stooping through the doorway, a giant brown-skinned man covered in polar bear furs. <laughs> limb <laughs> lined with silver bells. And he says, Brother, it's true. We are not bound anymore. And you will not stay here. And he lifts a boot, squishes him under it. Classic Christmas tale. (laughs) (laughs) Little guardians, what has happened this night? Nothing much. As he looks around at the ash-covered kitchen, scarred walls from where all the darts have bitten into it. Christopher's brother was slain and bade us save his, uh, his, his brother from... From the evil that attacked this house tonight. The boy in the grove was his brother. Yes. And he bade you to protect him? Yes, as we always have and always will. Yeah, we have an elephant. We have a sick (laughs) elephant here. (laughs) Look at the elephant. We've got an elephant. Appreciate the elephant. Indeed. It's Winterfest. It is a fine elephant. He's called Roger. Roger, you are a fine elephant. Roger's happy with that. He's like real stoked because he's overcome mouse like mice today. Mm. So he feels like the recognition is well deserved. The giant cat attacked us and we killed it and hid it under the bed. But worry Christopher will see it and get scared. We can't remove it because it's too big. And my brother wrought all this damage. Yes. Yeah, all yes. of it. He did actually. Actually, and there are a few other things around the place. I think he broke. Few critters. Know, there are a couple. Of, I think he. Ran really ran this household into debt. To be honest with you, maybe you'd like to help us out with that. With gold? Well, I mean, if you have someone, you like not. It's not. It's not urgent. He walks over to the table and he, with his giant, giant brown hand, just kind of moves the mail aside and and reads the letters. It's like this is not a Winterfest tale. This poor child. Where will he go? Just to clarify, am I still burning? <laughs> you are unfortunately dead. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I was just wondering if I should you be screaming or yourself. not. No, no, okay, it's fine. <laughs> and the great friend of our just sacrificed his life to start a fire. I cannot Regions remember his name, fire. but he was soft. But he was always <laughs> burning. Yeah, but yeah. Look, I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm not sure. Do you know any good places we could we could send him? Because I don't. I'm not sure if we have the capabilities of, of raising a child on our own. So I could surely do it. Three men with the wisdom of Odin. <laughs> I mean, maybe, and maybe, maybe. And I just like perhaps I if you made us bigger. Yeah, perhaps if you were life size, gave us citizenship and nonetheless. Yeah. And you know, if you had any sort of <laughs> maybe um, speed the paperwork on child yeah, support. A small loan of a million dollars. I... <laughs> can grant this wish, but not here. Oh. You would need to come back to my realm. 
uh, with the boy. No, well, I have an appointment on, on Tuesday, so I probably can't make it. No, you don't, you stupid fuck. Come on, you're coming with us. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, he walks into the room and you follow him into the nursery. He uh, lays a hand on Nicholas's chest and he breathes in and sits up straight and looks at Papa Pumpernickel and immediately falls back asleep. The curse is lifted. His brother died in my grove. He too will live on in my realm. Will you come and protect the child there and live as real men? Of course, that is our charge. Yeah, that sounds good. Can Roger come? Of course. What about our friend who gave his life in the grove? He is already there. Oh, good. Oh, was that easy? But he's chilling with a six pack. <laughs> <laughs> he's, just, he's kicked his booties up. He's happy. All right. Will you go? Yes. Yeah, I'll come. I got nothing better to do. I touch his boot or whatever. It, his boot? Yeah, I'm so tiny. I touch his boot. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, there's only. You can teleport me now, right? <laughs> room for one Jake Cedar in this world, though. I'm sorry. In this world. Yeah, I don't know where I'm going. I'm not going with you. You're not going with him? It's weird. Jake, you should, you should come. I there think. is already a Jake Cedar in this world. Oh, I this just figured I would man. stop and go back to sleep. No, is that not the deal? No, Jake Cedar. This is your chance to become real and more than the other Jake Cedar. <laughs> You're right. I should kill my imposter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait. That doesn't sound very Winterfest. <laughs> no. <laughs> You don't have to come if you don't want to. And he picks Bowden, Ragnar, we... Roger up. Mm, choices. Mm, so many choices. Bowden, what should I do? You should come with us yeah. and fight for your pro wrestling skills, defending him forever. It's true. You don't have to go. I'm not forcing Will I be life sized? Yeah. Oh. Be able to grapple everything. Yes, it's true. <laughs> The options of grappling do open up when you're normal. I'm in. <laughs> he picks you up. <laughs> but am I in? <laughs> and you grapple him back. <laughs> the next thing you see. I put him in a poster. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist. He is now at the anti-center. <laughs> uh, the next thing you see, you're in a, you're in a giant hall uh, with feasts on the table uh, with little people that look like the Kringle did but not warped by hate and time uh, feasting. You are all full size and sitting at the head of the table uh, with Papa Pumpernickel is Wyatt and Nicholas White Light. I am in Valhalla, finally feasting on mead. They raise their glass to you. Yes. A toast. To Odin. I mean, Winterfest and the Grove. To Winterfest. <laughs> and everyone cheers. Yay. Yay. Including Roger. Who... <laughs> Including Roger who trumpets. Yeah. Uh, he has his own giant cup of ale that, he, that he's drinking. Oh, you need to lay off that, Roger. It's not good for you. It's yeah, winter. Fest. To calm Lay off, Dad. <laughs> Look, I don't like I don't like the way you get when you drink, alright? <laughs> and we fade out. <laughs>
believe our Christmas special for this year. Thank you to all our fans for listening to us all through the year and we hope to hear more from you next year. Now, the holidays are a hard time for a lot of people and that is why we included Wyatt White Light in our campaign. If you have any interest in checking out the story behind this, just check out the hashtags on Twitter, play for Wyatt and hashtag WyattNPC. Uh, and if you have any problems if you're feeling down please contact someone talk to someone you're not alone christmas is tough for a lot of people a big thanks as always goes out to alex smith for our character out and our theme tunes as well as to battle bards and tabletop audio for supplementary music used in this episode and again happy holidays and we'll see you in the new year Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.